still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's the morning sickness. It's 545. How are you? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And there's Jerome Bettis. The bus. The man. <laughs> Sitting in the room with us this morning. Doing a little dog juggling as I take care of this big fella. You might remember him as Philip, last week's pick of the litter. Well, I took him. I stole him. And Brett met the people I stole them from. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> me. He's talking about yeah. me, not those guys. <laughs> no, they were great. It was a uh, quite a harrowing adventure yesterday, or a Friday, because uh, I went back. After Thursday, I did the pick of the litter with what his name at the time was Philip J. Fry. Videos are up and all that stuff. People, a lot of people saw him comment. Philip was popular. Philip and I bonded nearly immediately, and I'm like, we're in trouble here. So, uh... Couldn't help myself. The next day I went back in there. I'm like, hey, if I wanted to foster this dog to get him out of the shelter and help out, can I do that? And then do the introductions to my dogs with the hopes of being a failure at foster. And they were like, absolutely. So I ran down there Friday after the show, about 1, one, one o'clock, I suppose. Hop in there, start filling out the paperwork to foster Philip. Going to turn his name into Bus, Jerome, but Bus mostly. Bus and I again. We see each other. Eyes meet. Bus is basically a uh, an English or French or some type of bulldog. Just imagine if Brady was absolutely adorable. That's exactly what he is. If Brady was the most adorable little animal on all fours ever, if you just took a chunk of Brady and said to some wizard, make this adorable, <laughs> it is Bus. So uh, it's adorable Brady. So Bussy's there and uh, hanging out with Bus and... All that, and then these two uh, nice people come in, uh, and they say, uh, "I hear them as I'm sitting in the lobby." Say, "We're here for Philip." Ooh! And the lady behind the counter says, "Oh, I'm sorry, he's already been adopted." And I'm sitting there with my head down, like, "Oh no, I don't have Philip in my hands yet." And uh, then they say, "Hey, wait a minute. Uh, we called, and he's not. You know, they said, I'm sorry, he's been he's been adopted." They look at me, they leave. Guys in a Packers hat. Girls just got tons of hair. They leave, and they, I see them standing in the parking lot, and I turn to Erica at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue, and I'm like, those people, just, they know it's me. Like, not, they know I'm stealing the dog. And they came back in, and they looked at me, and they said, you said we had till Sunday. And I'm like, damn it, listeners. <laughs> uh, and then the guy in the Packers hat and I... Started to talk back and forth. I'm like, I couldn't help it. I'm like, there's just something going on here. This, you know, sometimes a dog picks you, blah, 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 and going back and forth. But you said, and I'm like, look, if he doesn't get along with my dogs, that's why I'm only fostering right now, although it's going fairly well. Uh, if he doesn't get along with my dogs, then, you know, there'll be a situation where I got to bring him back. I've never done this before, and I didn't mean it at all. But I said, hey, you're in your Packers hat. Steelers, Packers, whoever wins the game gets to keep the dog. 
Well, I mean, that happened my way. <laughs> but I, I felt so guilty, and you know me. I felt so guilty about that. I actually, uh, we exchanged numbers and stuff just in case. And uh, his name's Jeremy uh, Marks, and he's a, they're very nice people. His girlfriend, Stephanie, they're incredibly nice. And uh, they were throwing the heat at me yesterday. With They're like, oh, we already told our kids it was happening. And <clears throat> we said, who wants a puppy today? And they drove all the way down there from where they live. I don't even know where that is. Far. And they drove in and missed it. And because I said you had till Sunday, but I took them Friday. And uh, so I invited them to my house for they, the Steelers game. Nice. And they showed up, which was the bigger surprise. Which is kind of on them, Brett. Brett was there yesterday because Matthias is a Packer fan. She yeah. came to watch her team get beat. And uh, did she wear a jersey? She wore a tank uh, yeah, top. She, yeah, she was. Packers she she had a clown gear on. Yeah, she's allowed to wear a clown gear. He wore Brett wore a Roethlis or no, you wore a Najee uh, Harris jersey. Yeah. He's looking through my jerseys. He goes, "You don't have any guineas in here." <laughs> I'm like, "I've got my Franco. I'll go back and get it." That's just the uh, the stack of usables for fans. But you, you know, Najee, look good. You yeah. look good doing it. Yeah. But Brett was there, and he saw that Bussy. And these uh, the people who would have changed his name to Woodson, he was going to name it after a football player for the Packers. Oh, I know. All right, now I'm all for it. I know. You called me a dick. I'm saving this dog's life. Yeah. (laughs) And she's a Vikings fan and wore her Vikings clothes to my house, which just looks ridiculous. She's a very pretty lady, and she was walking around like Barney all day long. I was wondering why there was a Vikings fan there. What the hell is this? Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, the rules were... But I felt so guilty, I just bent all the rules of, of what... And they were really cool, so... Uh, so they came by, and it's even worse now because they got to see this dude in action, and he's cool as hell. So, like, now it's just rubbing their nose in it. But then when the Steelers beat the Packers, they kind of lost all rights, I think. <laughs> you know? Legit bet. Uh, now, I didn't stand by it when she brought it up because I forgot I said that. She said it somewhere around halftime when it was getting a little tight. And she goes, you said whoever wins. And she goes, and if they, nah. I'm like, I didn't mean that. But at the end, then I was like, remember when I said that if the Steelers won, that was victory Monday. <laughs> oh, you didn't win a dog? So Bussy's been a treat. Uh, and, I, you know, Jeremy and his girlfriend, they're very nice people. Came by, couldn't have been cooler. That had to be a kick that in the nuts out. for them. Yeah, it was a kick in the nuts for them. Because, yeah, I mean, coming by and seeing him, too. And he's like, he's a, he's, he's a people magnet. Like, you just look at him, he looks like a troll. He's got the strangest... He's got the strangest look, but he's glued to me, man. He is he is my shadow. He's a good-looking dog. He's a, he, he, well, he's a unique-looking animal. <laughs> it's his personality what gets him by. He just sounds like a stomach all the time. Just constantly making <laughs> noises. Like, it's weird, like you've got some troll living in a cage somewhere near you at all times. But Andy makes about two pounds of soft serve a day. It is... Uh, Ridiculous amount of feces that comes out of this body. A lot. And it's high, piled high and deep, Brady. It looks like a Wendy's Frosty. It's a lot. Nice. Put yeah. some jimmies on it. Oh, you could jimmy it and I could fool you. You'd get, you, you would be so enraptured by the free Frosty that it would take two bites before you realize the smell. And it's actually kind of an intoxicating sweetness, the smell. I don't know what he's been eating at the shelter, but they've been doing it right. But I've been trying to get him, you know, acclimated. This guy said, John, you're officially Lucy from the Charlie Brown thing. Whiff! Pulled the football out right from the last second. Yeah, I did. I Jer- uh, Jeremy got Lucy. I swiped it. But he's everybody's best friend. I went over to, uh, so this is a great part of the story so far for Bus. And I have to apologize not only to Jeremy and Stephanie, Stephanie for swiping the dog, but I'm acclimating my dogs over at Granada Park. 
So I'm getting them introduced to each other. Yesterday, Gordon and Frank, the two littles, uh, met met uh, with me and Bussy at the park. So here's how you're supposed to do it is to kind of get like you're on a walk with Bus. And then the other two dogs are at the park, too. And you just kind of slowly let them meet. And then if it gets a little weird, you pull them away, go in your way, go, you know, and just keep running into each other. So Megan's got uh, the other two helping out with the intros. I got Bussy. And so she shows up with the. Uh, Frank and Gordon, who are about two 15-pound little terriers, little tiny guys. And they're walking along doing their thing, and they see me, and they're like, hey, cool, who's the new guy? And we get close, and everything's fine. And then at the park yesterday, it was just just stacked with people. And I live over in an area, and I still can't figure out where it is, that is uh, loaded with Orthodox Jewish people. Like the, they wear, like Saturday and Sunday. I don't know what day you're supposed to do it, but I see it on Saturday, and I see it on Sunday in the full gear. You know the hats, the the full clothes. Well, uh, and, and but then there it was. There's. I'll tell you this. There's nothing more entertaining than an Orthodox Jew softball game because I was looking at that for a little while yesterday, and I'm like, man, there's they're some going athletes. at it, huh? There, there's some athletes in the Jewish community that if they just put some comfortable clothes on and some shoes, you could run. And I think some of that softball stuff. There's a kid made a diving play in his full on suit. Wow. Playing a little third base over there at Jewish softball. Got Sandy Koufax yeah. out there whipping him in. Some and dude lefty in it in there, and the ball's breaking right. And I'm like, man, this is outstanding. Jewish softball might be something I'd watch on ESPN. Shalom. I don't know what you'd call this. <laughs> so they're everywhere on Saturday and Sunday. And they're identifiable by the yarmulkes and the, the outfits. And the, a lot of times those payaks, those curls that come down their face. And so uh, Frank, my dog... Doesn't like the outfit. Frank is Hamas. Frank is not a fan of the Jewish outfit at all, especially on kids. Now, Frank's not a big fan of kids either, which is why I love him. But uh, little boy tried to walk in front of Frank, and he'd had it, like just barked like crazy. So we're walking by this, this group, and I have to apologize to him. They don't know my dog's names. But there's Megan going, you know, Gordon doesn't seem to mind the Jews, but Frank just hates the Jews. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I can't think you can say that here. I think that's something you need to keep to yourself. Yeah, he just saw a Jewish boy and went crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, Frank the dog. Save the dog. <laughs> yeah, he was yelling and just went nuts. I could barely contain him. Just, Frank does not like these Jews. I'm like, stop <laughs> saying that. A little girl just whips her head around like, oh. And now, now I realize we're part of that commercial that says Jewish hate is up like 450%. Like, no, we're fine with the Jews. The you'll dog. Be, you'll be in this month's publication. Oh, yeah. There'll be pictures on next door apps. These two know someone named Frank and they're friends with him. Gordon doesn't mind the Gordon didn't. Gordon didn't mind the Jews. Gordon didn't care. Let the Jews pet him all day. Frank wouldn't let the Jews touch him. Like, even come close. A lot of times the dog. And I'll tell you this. Orthodox Jewish people understand the dog thing because when you walk by, they're all like, they're saying they speak the other language. When they see each other, it's all uh, Yiddish. It's crazy. It's kind of fun to listen to, especially during a softball game. But they come by. Hey, they're all Jackie Mason. I, I never run into them at Safeway, but they're all at the park. Hey, do you want if I pet your dog? <laughs> no, and I can't help but giggle because it's like somebody from Family Guy was drawn and came to life and just. Do you want if I pet your dog? Look at me, so adorable. And he starts petting. Bussy, one of them. Oh, this is this is the type of dog I can really get behind. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? 
And then, uh, you know, walk along and another, and then a little kid. Hey, do you mind if I pick your dog? And I'm like, even the kids sound like hey, this? Yeah, it's really, <laughs> what do you think about these dogs? Ah, it's pretty good. I go to fourth grade. Couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be better. But now they think that someone named Frank in my household hates them. So I apologize for uh, that being kind of shouted out at the park. Frank just hates the Jews. Hey, 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 hey. Zip it. And then. Here's another thing you've got to do. You've got to warn people uh, in the park. I don't go to the park a lot, but there needs to be some park rules. If you're going to shoot a rocket off, everyone needs to know it. Everyone. Now, you might have, you've got some tense Jews, first of all. I'm assuming that they're feeling a little tension, especially since you got Aryan Nation wandering around with Frank talking about how much hate there is for them. Uh, They're playing some softball. They're... This dude launches this weird rocket out of nowhere. On one of those giant, like, wire things. I didn't see it. I just heard it go off. And it just explode. I scatter. Dogs are barking. Chews are screaming. Everybody's running around. This guy's like, <laughs> like, hey, asshole, say, listen up, everybody. I'm about to launch a rocket. You can't just go rocket launching in the middle of a crowded park without some announcement first, unless you're an asshole. And you're an a- and then, you know, they, they, then it's, and then, park full of Jews, you look up in the sky. Parachute. Parachutes. <laughs> so if you weren't like a, you know, if you were kind of hard of hearing Jew, this is the most horrifying visual of all time. And what's amazing is there's a, Terrible. It's that parachute's coming down. It's just a bunch of kids running it down. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was a crowded park of people enjoying themselves. And this dude, and I think they launched multiples at the same time because there were a bunch of parachutes coming in. And the kids lost their minds. I didn't even see where these people were. They're launching a rocket. I ran. I like I was real close, and <laughs> looking at me, and I'm like, you don't know that I'm not a veteran on Veterans Day, you asshole. What if I've got post-traumatic stress disorder and you just blew up my pants? Get over it, bro. Yeah, get over it, bro. It's been a couple of years. Rocket launches need signs and announcements to crowded places, you idiots. Everybody. Like, kind of. And all these. Yeah, I mean, I went to Butler Park back in the day, and, you know, there's always a guy with the the kids. Right. Usually it's like a science project or something. Sure. But I couldn't believe the size of the rockets. I remember doing it when I was a kid. This thing was a, Uh, yeah, three or four footer. It was like people size. And it was floating towards me, and I'm like, if I catch this thing, it's mine. I don't know if you can reuse them or whatever, but... Yeah. Okay, I would have kept it, and I'd have stomped it right in front of Like, you dicks. The noise, and the poor Jews playing softball hit the deck. Like, everybody was... Everybody was just scared. <laughs> Bleepless. You don't launch those things. On Veterans Day weekend, you don't start launching weapons. Nobody and with knows. everything going on over there, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. You got Jews all over the place. Now, I don't know if the people who did it were Jewish, but... Good Lord. Read the room. It's like having like a, you know, having the Kennedys over and just start shooting. (laughs) You just don't do it. You don't show James Brady your gun collection. You don't. You don't break out the knives for the Goldman. (laughs) And you don't shoot rockets, surprise rockets at parks full of Jews. Frank hates them. I understand that. Boy, Frank does not like Jewish kids. I had a dog once that hated Mexicans. Big time. Like, he could identify Mexicans. Lexi was, she, 
if there, if you were if you had done some yard work, she hated you. Like we would, and I had another. I had a dog that hated beagles, like only beagles. We'd see a beagle every once in a while on a walk, and Sheila would lose her Nothing mind. Nothing to do with it. All other dogs were fine. Beagles out. And also on Saturday, and I'm not sure this really happened. I need some clarification from the only place this could have happened was Luke Air Force Base. But somewhere on Saturday afternoon around, I don't know when it was, I text you, uh, I think a stealth bomber went over my house because... And it went over mine. Well, it was a whole... An hour... If they're flying them. hour or so later. Well, it must have been a different one. It was one. an earthquake. Wouldn't have made it an hour from my house to your I house. I know. That was what. what's weird. Whatever went over... Yeah, because I had a huge. shadow. I'm like, that was weird. And then nothing. And then like 10 or 15 seconds later... My house is rattling. It was yeah. low. And I went outside, and there's just like this sliver in the sky, kind of far off. I'm like, what the? You also got to let people know when that's going to happen. I know it's Veterans Day, but it wasn't a flyover. I'm familiar with that sound. Like a like the, the F-16s, f 17 whatever those are. And usually you hear that, and you can see them. It's this- like something that went through a parking garage, you know, and all the alarms go off. Yeah. I looked out. Uh, and then I looked up in the sky. I couldn't tell which direction it was coming from. I, it's just, mine was just a I weird was inside, shadow. And all of a sudden, the house starts shaking a little mine, bit. Mine Dogs go crazy. Full out, weird, like cloud going past the sun, black. And I'm just sitting on the couch like, oh, something just crossed over the sun. That's <laughs> whatever that was, was large. And then like it was on top of the house. Monster noise. I just wanted to, I thought, you know. Because when you had said that, and then about an hour later, I'm like, oh, maybe there was a... Uh, Is that it? I didn't see anything. I saw oh, okay. I, I saw like a yeah, I didn't see in the either. sky. I didn't know what it was. I looked well, But I knew it wasn't, uh, you know, Gateway Airport bringing in one of the jets there. Yeah. This thing just... Well, at first, my first thought was, oh, that plane's going to crash because of the noise. It was too low, and it was way too much. Apparently, they unveiled their new stealth bomber this weekend, and the first flight was on Friday, so they may have been Dear? testing it out. That's in California, but that was on Friday. So Saturday they could have been testing and just going across. It's a bomber. Didn't they tell so. us that? That's Probably not. Horrifying. Stealth. I know. You're not supposed to know. I know, but it's daytime. It's stealth daytime. That's not very stealth. If this, if it uh, blots, if it blots out the sun and then rattles my house, the last thing it is is stealth. But it would have gotten the job done because before I knew it was even there, it, it could have dropped a thousand things on my house. The sound that followed it was huge, though. I don't know what the hell that thing was, but Luke, if you're floating stealth around, can I get an update or a text or something? Probably somebody named Frank is flying that thing yeah. over Granada <laughs> Park, but... Uh... That's Frank! That's his plane! Boy, oh boy, does he hate those dudes! Stop it! Where are the? Where are they? Like, where do they go during the week? They're everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, Brett. You gotta come to this park on nice days. It's insane. The best shalom. I know that. I know where. The, I know where they. I know where the hive is. Yeah. I don't know where they are normally. They just there. They are at the they're park. Clusters. I don't see them walking. I don't. They're just a pile of them playing softball and picnicking and walking around fishing and stuff. It was weird. They were fishing. <laughs> well, man, there's more Jews fishing. Hey, this is the craziest park of all time. And, and, you know, I think on Sunday they're allowed to drive, but I don't know that on Saturday they are, the Orthodox, and they fill that park up. 
And they don't seem to have any problems with the weather because they're in big wool suits. Now they're uh, appreciating a little bit. Oh, the weather's yeah. nice. Yeah, getting yeah. out in that. Because I can't imagine being Jewish in this uh, in this climate in the summertime with that outfit. Because you'll see them sometimes on Saturday walking by the park at 108. And you're like, Jesus. Your God doesn't love you. If, he may. if it's all wool, he just doesn't care about you. No religion worth that. None. None. I know you're desert people, but you, you moved. You could have calmed her down. Can't you do a wool t-shirt and shorts and the hat? That's tradition. We have to keep tradition alive. I understand that, but don't you, don't you rather? Isn't comfort part of the tradition? I, you, you're wise people. You've been through a lot. Why put yourself through more? The, the struggle your, your people have been through for 5,000 years, and you decide to dress in wool in Phoenix. That's ridiculous. Well, the God says, the book is, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, be like Catholics. Change the book up when it starts getting inconvenient. Start just, nah, he didn't mean it. Crustaceans, nah, it was silly. That was the first book. We can eat them now, Jesus said. <laughs> be like them. That's a religion I can get behind, one that has absolutely no moral standard. It's, it flips and flops all over the place. The Pope just fired a guy because he started to cr- criticize him for saying transgenders can be priests and stuff. The guy in Texas is like, that's not, you can't do that. You're fired. The Pope just canned him. Step down. Step down now. I think the guy in Texas might be right, but all right. Also, we never do that. Never have that. Never do that. The woman with the pics and the things in the yak like she's got the schmeal. I don't know what the word is for penis, but I'll say schmeal. That sounds better. Schmeal, schmeal. Shmazel. 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 Awesome Pepper Incorporated. <laughs> I said that to them yesterday. Hey, can I pet your dog? I'm like, Shmazel. Shmazel. Awesome Pepper Incorporated. Booby. It's a good looking dog, huh? It's good looking. I suppose if you like like things that don't fit in packages. But yeah, it was uh, so we don't hate the Jews. Our dog Frank does, and that's nothing we've trained him to do. He's an anti-Semitic terrier. Didn't know we had one. So when the rocket took off, did Mel Brooks come off the Inquisition? Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it felt, I mean, I felt like an idiot, but I took off, man. It happened like 10 it's feet loud. by. It was crazy, and it, and it's unexpected. I just ran with my head down like a MASH helicopter was landing. What was that? <laughs> and then I'm, and you, know, you heard it across the park, too. Come on! Come on! Like People were like, what are you doing? And the guy was just, <laughs> like, uh, rubes and their explosions. Nobody that, cares. It would have been worse if he had a bullhorn. Countdown. Ten, no, it would have been better if he had a bullhorn. Attention. Said, Everybody, I'm about to launch a rocket. Don't be afraid. It's going to get loud. Okay. Everybody would have been fine with it. The dude's fishing, and I don't know if you fish for food or fun at Granada Park. I don't know what you're fishing for in there. Carp. That couldn't have been good for uh, the fishermen in their nice, quiet atmosphere. Is it bluegill? What's in there? Carp. It's just cornkill, maybe occasional bass. But isn't cart known as the fish? It's just yeah. a big vein of... You filter fish in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Brett keeps it alive. <laughs> Keep the ball in the air. It's, yes, it's a good filter. <laughs> it's prepared. It's like a tilapia. Only a third of the other. It's all finished. I cooked more good filter. Not everybody fishing was a Jew. <laughs> I don't know who every like, and a guy was fly fishing, practicing fly fishing. Yeah, okay, maybe get hit. How do you know if you're good at it? Uh, By uh, the casting, it's all the technique. But isn't the part of being good at fishing 
getting a fish? Um, not when you're, you know, when you're practicing fly fishing. He's just working on the casting. Uh, I just need to see a fish. For one day, he can be able to sing that. Yeah, you don't have any skills fly fishing outside of just being good with a light whip. It's, there's no skill involved in not catching a fish fly fishing. How do you know if you're any good? You, you can develop really bad habits. Yeah, my brother-in-law practices in his yard. That makes sense. And then you take it to the yeah. real thing. But putting it in an actual lake, you're like, you're wasting everybody's time. There's nothing in there that's going to jump up and grab a fly. <laughs> it's not happening. There's people chucking bread and food in that lake all the time. But the fishermen, they're everywhere. There's like six or seven at a time at the and lake. And they love dropping them in there. I don't get it's, it. Even on the canals. That I don't understand at all. What are you pulling out of there and eating? Eh, life's rough. <laughs> that is not a... Would you imagine going to... Would, even you would say no to a new friend inviting you to dinner. 10-pound Japanese carp. <laughs> we're, we're having some koi fish out of the canal. You're doing what then? Hey, we're the new family in town. Would you like to come over for dinner? You know I would, new friend. This is great. What's on the plate? Uh, got some canal fish we pulled out Thursday. <laughs> You'd try it. My phone would ring. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I got to go. You can deep fry that? What are we going to do with it? How are we going to prop that up? We just figured we'd deep fry it. And Ooh, waffle batter. I'm there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, canal fishes. I sometimes see those people and I'm like, what do you do with the fish you catch out of Granada Park? Do you eat them? Ugh. Ugh. Carp yeah, are the worst, it. too. Jake. They're just huge scales. The vein, yeah, they're just gross fish, and the the vein in the middle, from what I understand, is like cell phone thick. Yeah, you can get rid of the mud vein just easy, but it's full yeah, of oh, You got some. That's all that thing is in the middle is a full on sewer pipe surrounded by giant fish scales. Black. That doesn't sound so bad now. So if you guys want to test Brady's love of food, some nuggies, tots. A little canal fish, and I think you got yourself a new friend. I'll do it. There'll be plenty of fish left over. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's just today. Let's just say, and uh, for, you know, sake of all the arguing, it is gefilte fish. That's the only <laughs> acceptable answer I've heard so far. And I don't even know. Is, See? It, is gefilte an actual fish, or is yeah. that the preparation of one after uh, the fish? Uh, yeah, I thought <laughs> it was the preparation. It's a dish made from poached yeah. mixture of ground deboned fish. Uh, carp, whitefish, or pike. Oh, yeah. there you go. They're in there. Yeah. See? Juice, you're pulling right. out gefilte fish. You're not wrong. <laughs> did you catch them yet? Hi, I'm Get that girl over here with the gefilte. How many carp did you grab? They went to the deli and it's like, that's expensive. I didn't catch it. Yeah, I could catch this. It's $8. Look, we'll go over to uh, Granola. Uh, grab a line. And then Watch they pull it the out. And then you can't use any machines to blend it up, so you got to grind that fish by hand. On the weekends, at least. I'd wait till Monday for fish till I can use a blender again. They're not allowed to have any operational button pushing going on Saturday. That's a rough one, man. But I got to stick. The stick to itiveness I admire. I'm not a religious man, but I always like when somebody reads the book and says, This is what it says. I ain't varying from it. The wool suits, the hats, the hair, the no electronics, or, you know, everything's manually operated on Saturday. I. I don't know why your God would want that, but that's how it works. And they stick to it. Proud of them. Sorry about the rockets from our 
goyim idiot friends. I'm not one of those, and I'm sorry about my anti-Semitic terrier. It happens. And, uh, I'm, and I'm sorry. It's a big weekend of apologies. Sorry to Jeremy and uh, Stephanie. And the dog is mine. Apparently, uh, everybody's saying those were F-35s that were flying is over that their what house that was? because yeah. of uh, the they were doing formations and all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff for the uh, veterans. For Day veterans flights. at parades yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. That's what I figured. But I'm like, they wouldn't do a stealth bomber. But these things, man, they're in a formation that was so tight that it was one long sliver when I finally found, oh, wow. found them in the air. Like, that was amazing. And they were low. And that probably makes sense. I think they had a Veterans Day parade over on Central. That makes sense that they'd bail out, kind of roll around. But man, oh man, was that loud. Scared me to death. Scared me to death. So they decided to do a, a big power loop then. Or, or, hey, Maybe. we're out flying. Or you had yours out there from your side. Yeah. You got a base out there and you got an airport. Some, they might just cut around. We got more than just a couple. They were louder than normal. Oh, it was low. That was the scariest part. I, I literally thought a commercial airliner was going to crash. And it seemed like it never stopped being noisy. It was pretty cool, though. So happy belated uh, Veterans Day to all the veterans. Everybody that came by and did that. And also, K1, Webster, getting it done yesterday. Way to go, Kyler Murray. Now, Cardinal fans are mad at me. Josh from Action Ride Shop asked me that. Would you, would you trade Kenny Pickett for Kyler Murray? And like, at this point, no, because I don't know about Kyler's brain. But I've said this from the beginning to Cardinal fans who have quit on him. It's Cliff Kingsbury's fault. If you can coach out of him what Kingsbury coached into him, which was just... Uh, unbearable prick. I think that both of them had a little case of that. And you get a coach in there that takes his head and says, hey, you're not in charge of anything around here. Like the team tried to do with the video game thing, but that just was a mess. And then he was in on trades and had finalization of what No, 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 no. need a coach that tells Kyler, here's how things are going to be, and I don't want to hear any lip from you at all. I just want suggestions. No complaining. Kyler's the best athlete on the field at any given time. He proved it again yesterday. On that play, he scrambled 70 yards to get 13 and got a first down that kept that thing alive so they could win the game. That's not a very good football team. And they beat a team that's probably a little better than them, but not by much. But well, Kyler- if they would have beat them by two or three scores if Dobbs was still there. <laughs> well, Dobbs is magic in Minnesota, but that's because he's got a lot around him. <laughs> Dobbs needs help. No, Jada Pinkett gets going. Playing. Look, he's playing, but he got solved yesterday in the third quarter. It was the first half of like, really, Josh? I think every team's like, Joshua Dobbs is playing well. Come on. In the second half, he did a whole lot of nothing and made that one close. But Kyler Murray can help the Cardinals with a few more good games here going out of the season, not have to draft a quarterback next year and be smart and start filling this roster with players for Kyler. Now maybe he's matured. Now, I don't know him, but from what I'm guessing, uh, Cliff Kingsbury gave him too much juice. That's why Pouty Kyler was always Pouty Kyler. If this new, I like this new coach. If Gannon can make it so it's like, hey, asshole, no pouting around me. And none of that baby crap. You're not in charge of a single thing here. He showed it yesterday a couple times. Those knees are fine. And he was fast. That dude is Made fast. the tackle on the interception. Yeah, he threw a bad pick, but there's yeah. rust on there. There's Came rust on there. Came back and took the guy down. Yeah, they won the game. And that's, you know, outside of that weird Cowboys game, you can praise Josh Dobbs all you want. They were over, with the exception of the Cowboys laying down for him one game. He came back one game, rust on the, rust on the pipes, and beat somebody. So, you know, slowly figuring. They ain't going anywhere, you know that, but... This is a nice little five-week, six-week audition for Kyler before you start saying, all right, what do we have here? Do we keep it? 
He's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. I say that all day. Lamar's getting all this props and credit because they've been dying to make Lamar Jackson the greatest quarterback of all time since the day he got in the league, and he's not. He's a great runner. He's a great athlete. But if Kyler's got, you know, downfield skill, I, I don't know, Cardinal fans. I would consider it. Because you've seen what it's like without him, and you've seen what it's like with him for one game. Maybe with the new coach and the new offense. I kind of liked watching him. He was fun. Entertainment, that's for darn sure. Putting the Cardinals fans' hopes up. I know. And that's what this guy even says. He said, John, I was with you last week. Kyler won the same weekend. Call of Duty 3 comes out. Hats off to the little guy. And Victory Monday's upon you. Guess what he gets to do all day? Play Call of Duty 3. The new coach has got to be thrilled with him. Great reward system. Awesome reward system. That's how it works in football. You get your controller back on Monday if you beat the Falcons on Sunday. And that's exactly what happened. Good job, kid. Yeah, Cardinal fans, I know. You're up and down with everything. but And also, we'd be remiss in not saying that the biggest thing in sports this weekend, the third-tier low-level soccer squad, the Phoenix Rising, won some sort of Champions. championship of third-tier low-level soccer. It's not exactly MLS or the Feeder League 2 MLS or the one below that or even below that. It's, it's like the fourth. Like if you go to European soccer, there's like 10 leagues better. Then there's MLS here in the United States. Then there's something else. And then there's what the rising play. Winners. That, they're the champions of it. <laughs> also, a week ago, if you remember, uh, I don't remember if it was South Point or uh, Highland or Red Mountain. Uh, they won the girls' flag football championship. Equally as important, by the way, That's as right. uh, the Phoenix Rising title. And the better part about that flag football is you don't have to pay to get in. What would be more important or significant? Would it be... The Rising or the Mercury Championship? Well, Rising because it's men. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sport where you can't just sit back and go, oh, a bunch of high school kids would beat them. High school kids would not beat the Rising. That's the difference. To the next level. It is a step above what I your wonder kids how they are would doing. Do, um, they'd probably beat most college teams at that oh, yeah. level. Oh, yeah. I think so, for sure. Yeah, yeah I think they would be. They're a, they're a professional sport. Yeah. It's just, we're getting like, you know, it's just like most uh, single-A baseball, double-A baseball teams are going to beat the tar out of most college teams, all college teams, really, because they're all guys who would have dominated their colleges, most of them. They skipped college because they were too good for college, and they're still trying to break into the bigs. So that's kind of what this is. It's like double-A or triple-A soccer. It's like the pro golf, the different tours that they have. Right. And some of them it's are like not the third worth one down. Yeah, and some of them suck. You got to win. To move up. And, you know, yeah. but it's, congratulations, I'm going to get emails, congratulations to the Rising, or uh, to their fans, I say, congratulatitos, I don't know how to say it, congratulatitos El Risingo, I'm sure you guys enjoyed drumming in scarves and screaming as if you were an actual soccer game participant. I want to see that ring. You see the cup. The, the cup brand. they had, I think they got at the container store. I saw them rise. I was laughing. They raised it up. I'm like, that thing's plastic. I'm almost positive of it. So, big sports weekend there if you lump in the Risings Championship. But I don't think they'll have a parade. If they do, let's put it on High Street or something where it's just a mall. Let's just maybe down the middle of Biltmore. How about that? That's not good. Diana Taurasi Way down there. <laughs> or, yeah, just march them down Diana Taurasi Way. The two most meaningless moments in sports history in Phoenix. And then, you know, or actually put it where it goes. Just march them through Guadalupe. They seem to like, <laughs> they like soccer. 
Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you, Alliance. I hope all went well with Alliance uh, on Friday night and uh, their show at the Yucca Tap Room. This is the last normal Monday we have for a week or so. <laughs> and then things get weirder as Playdio is back next Monday. We have Playdio. If you can believe it, next week is Thanksgiving week, so we can just get through this one. Then we got that half hearted effort uh, next week for a couple of days, and then we're off for the Turkey Day. Let's just play Christmas music. Let's pull a Beth. Uh, pulling a Beth is yeah. the best idea of all time. Great idea. And then, of course, the rise. People are saying, uh, oh, shoot, I already forgot how to say it. Their choice in people, life? Well, people are trying to teach me. Oh, it's uh, Felicidades Rising. Felicidades Rising. So it's like Feliz Cumpleaños. Felicidades Rising. That's congratulations. Rising. And then you know, people teach me that all seem to add at the end of it like Edgar did. You mean to say Felicidades Rising, John? I'm not a fan of soccer. I'm just offering a Spanish lesson. Yeah, everybody has to remind you, I don't care for the soccer. But deep down, Edgar, part of you wants to like soccer, and that's just inherent in your culture. Well, Christopher said he'd rather be diagnosed with ALS and have to watch a minute of MLS. <laughs> now, that is a bold, so, that is wow. a bold statement. That is one, one minute of soccer or ALS. And this guy's I'm like, I'm calling him out. I'm calling him out. On that's that. easy. I'm pretty close to like at 40 seconds, I'd be like, oh, I should have taken ALS. <laughs> it's my 9-11 greater than 3-11 yeah. comment, only with diseases. <laughs> ALS, <laughs> MLS. I could sit through a minute of soccer to avoid the ALS. Oh, yeah. But I'd have to have ALS to watch it because you've got to be incapacitated in a wheelchair. <laughs> Not a fan. And that's all right. You can be one without... See, that's the thing about soccer fans. They get so threatened when someone says, I don't like soccer. Why not? It's the world's greatest game. I don't like it. This is stubborn because it's American. Okay. I just don't like the game you like. When somebody says, I don't like football, I'm like, all right. Pussy. Yeah, I do that. I walk <laughs> away. Why don't soccer fans call us pussies and walk away? They just can't help it. But I've gotten several people helping me out on how to say it. Omar said it too. Feliz. Feliz is. His is Felizidades. I'm probably saying something terrible. But that's okay. It's a beautiful thing. I'm getting emails from people all over congratulating me for uh, picking up bus. And this guy says, John, it's Aaron here. I volunteered at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue a few weeks now. And the last shift I worked, I deep cleaned a couple of the PD kennels. kennels. That's the police department kennels. That awesome dog, Philip was there with me, so we kept each other company while I scrubbed away. He dropped off the night before by the Tempe police because they got to hang on to him for a little. He's just a stray they found. Said every time I had to leave, he would bark until I came back. He was so cute. Goddamn cool, too. Kept telling him that he was going to be in a great home soon. Little did I know it would be you. Lucky dog. <laughs> I can't tell you how effing happy I am you got him. Friday you were saying how you might end up with him, and I was able to listen for the first couple minutes, and now you've got him, which is awesome. It made my day. Uh, there's a cat named Biff I'm going to adopt Thursday from Lost Her Home. I'm excited. Thanks again for inspiring me to get involved with Lost Her Home. I feel very lucky to be part of that great place to take care. That is a fact. Aaron Farthing. That's for sure, Aaron. I'm glad you're doing that. That's pretty awesome, too. 
So, and all the volunteers down there. It's a great. It's a great place. The reason I do so much stuff with them is because they are awesome. And uh, if you want to help them out, by all means, LostOurHomePetRescue.org is where you'd go to help those guys and girls, mostly girls actually, uh, do all the work that they do. It's a really good thing. They're good people. And that dog is pretty darn lucky. I will say this. If someone out there, this is somebody's dog. Like, I'm glad that he's fallen in my lap and all that. But this is a dog. I, I'm scouring the Internet for, like, pictures. Lost dog, this. missing If dog. this was my dog and I lost him, I'd be losing my mind. Like, I, I couldn't imagine him going through, you know, being a stray. Tempe police pick him up. They watch him for a little while to go to the shelter. The shelter does their part in trying to find all the... You know, the missing dog sites and things like that. And then they're like, well, there's nobody claiming them. There's no chip. Get your dogs chipped, please. And if you have a chipped dog, that stuff gets weird. You, have to, you have to update it. It's not something you, you know, this can all kind of cease to be if we all do our part. I know we all won't because it's called responsibility. And most of the uh, incredible people out there are not responsible. But, um, yeah, for crying out loud, but if I get... And a message from somebody that says, oh, my God, my family's missing their dog, and it's a picture of this little guy, and it would break me because we bonded quick, but I would be happy to get this back to his family. He's he's a family's dog. There's no way this was just some street dog. He's just he's really well-behaved and all that. So, yeah, the pictures are up on our website, and I even hate saying this because I don't want it to happen, but if, in fact, there is a family that's looking for this guy, I'd be happy to be part of it. Just and I will judge you. Like if you come to me, and go that's our dog, and I see your trailer and all that. Like pictures no. of the kids playing Look, with it, or I, you know, I need to see a house. I need yeah. to see you didn't chip him, so you know he's going through the. If I don't like the situation, he stays with me. From here on out, I'm basically like uh, dog CPS. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to do a an assessment of your situation. Why do you get out in the first place? And that happens sometimes. Dogs get loose even in the best situations. Sure, you got some girls living out back in a tent in the backyard. Sure, I'm sure. not going to look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Checking will Checking the dogs. Look, I'll be so judgy immediately. Like, if I don't like your situation at all. Well, that's enough of that. This dog's <laughs> in paradise now. There's no question that this is. And he's got a good backup family with Jeremy and Stephanie. Stephanie, so we're all right. But, yeah, this is it's, it, it does kind of weigh on me a little bit that there's possibly a family out there in just disaster mode because I can't find them and. You know they haven't seen them online, but I'd be I'd be on every next door app. I'd be pictures all over the city. Oh yeah, my dog gets loose like this guy. Forget it. I'm looking high and low. I'm not going to work for a while. Knocking on doors everywhere. You don't stop. You just hope for the best all the way through. So hopefully uh, that never happens, and I don't have this family at all. Uh, Brady, I want you to do a test for me. Sit down uh, Indian st- style on the ground. I'm not good at that. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's a weird thing then. Uh, it's odd that you say that because uh, it is a, a you can predict how long you're going to live by how you get up from that seated position. How many years you've got left. So here's the thing. You sit Indian style or crisscross applesauce. Sorry, yep, not, not, yep. Uh, Native American style. I don't know why you call it anymore. You sit on the ground with your legs crossed. It's just so much easier to call it Indian style. And I don't think the Indians were mad about it. I'm sticking with that. I am too. Uh, and then you, you cross your legs, and you kind of sit there for a second, knees on, or elbows on knees. Everybody try this at home. You clasp your hands for a second, just take a couple breaths, relax. 
and then get up. If you can get up without your hands or thighs or leaning, 10 out of 10. For every lean or hand that hits the ground, you take a point off. People between 0 and 4 got about 6 years to live. Anything 8 to 10 is where you want to be. And it's a test for people 50 to about 81. I scored a 7. I felt pretty good about myself with a couple of fake hips and a bad shoulder. It's still not quite recovered. Not too bad. I, it, my, the hardest part for me was Indian style. Getting into the position was worse than getting out of it. Yeah. So getting up, you're not allowed to use your hands. Well, if you don't use your hands, you're 10 out of 10. And most, And you forget, watch a kid get up from Indian style. They pop right up. There's no hands. They just whoosh. They're like scissor lifts. They just get up. And I don't remember being that kid. Hmm. But when you see a kid do it, you're like, is that something humans used to do? And <laughs> when did that stop? I remember back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start realizing that if you. So I saw this and I'm like, I haven't. First off, I haven't sat Indian style in ages. That hurts my butt and my knees. So uncomfortable. It's awful. But <laughs> remember, it used to be the go to. Like it was not. It was a non for you probably not. No, you're I a never. Bit of I never a, yeah. You're a little bit of. A I never football. liked it. <laughs> it never really fit your mold. I, there might have been some years, you know, kindergarten, That's first, a second ago. grade, right? And I'm not so sure you were ever the kid that didn't just somersault forward into a stand, like with your hands and legs. But if you Indian style on the ground and try to pop right up, good luck. I gave it a go, and I fell forward on my hands, two points down. And then to balance, I did a step forward, so I took another point off. But I got about a third of the way. It was like when I was doing sit-ups at the gym one time, and this guy next to me, we're, we're in the same, like, run, right? We're, we trained together for a little while. That was little Pac-Man, the guy that broke my nose, the tiny little 120-pound, half-Mexican, half-Filipino nightmare. And uh, so he's doing sit-ups next to me, and he looks at me, and he goes, and I don't know what accent it was or whatever. He goes, want to step it off? Uh-huh. Want to step it off? Step it up. They're sit-ups. What more can we do? Dude, start standing up. Each sit-up was a stand-up. And there was nobody holding his feet. Wow. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. The jump-up get-ups. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'll just stick to these old white people sit-ups. <laughs> I was burning doing the thing I was doing. Watching that was insanity. So if you do the uh, crisscross applesauce and get up from it by getting on a knee or crawling and then hands, you're, you're going to die before. That's four points, right? Oh, if you get on all fours, that's four gone right away. Yeah. Plus, you take a fifth out because your next step is a foot leaning on the knees and hands. You're not just going to bounce up onto your feet from that position. And that's years or five years? Points. Well, when you get below five, you're you're dancing around a decade. Six years or a decade. uh, You get under four, and you're pretty much got about six years to live. That's according to this study. It says that curiosity kills you when you do this, too, because you're going to try it at home. Uh, If you need help at all. You got till Christmas. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> oh, man. It's an easy test. It says all you need is a, uh, yourself and a floor and some space. Uh, and make sure you're not going to fall down because you don't want to die trying Doing to find it. out when you're going to die. It's the sit to stand test. And uh, you sit down, your legs cross like you used to do in primaries. Remember, that was the deal. Like you had to do it. You don't remember, but in school, they'd sit down, cross your legs. That was like yeah. teachers yelled it at you. They don't want the legs, you know, it's for spacing, too. Yeah. This is where you get shaky with scoring. You lose a point for your hand, knee, forearm, side of the leg, or placing any hand uh, part of your or uh, on your knee or, like, push-up. So even if you're pushing off yourself. 
uh, once you stood up, deduct the number of points you needed to get off the ground. It's it's I, I and knowing what I know, I forced my, like normally I wouldn't get up from this position the way I did. I pushed. Uh, you might be wondering how this uh, is supposed to work. But it says the test comes from a study into future lifespans from European Society of Cardiology. Thousands of people gave it a go. And they found that people have scored between zero and three, uh, six to seven times more likely to die within the next six years of their peers. Scoring below eight means you had a high risk of death within six to ten years, but you were capable of getting around it, at least uh, your heart and lungs and stuff. Ideally, you're looking to score between eight and ten. If you're giving it a go and you're worrying that it's time, and it's also a good test to be like, oh boy, uh, you know, and then like uh, work on some stuff. And then in a couple of years, you try to jump up from three to five. You know, you're, it's like pre diabetes. You get a chance to fix it. I was going to say, can't that, doesn't that have to do with stretching and stuff like that? Or no, just sit down and you want to try it? No. I don't <laughs> nobody, know. Nobody, nobody, I don't want to know. <laughs> It's like a Ouija board. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, play with that. That's black magic, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's horrifying. I, uh, trust me. If I did it again, I'd probably fail, and then I'd spend the rest of the day worrying about, like, That's what I'm right. saying, yeah. so I might screw that. I did my test, and it was awful. And I still scored a seven, which means I'm likely to die in the next 10 years, but not wildly likely to die in the next 10 years. And it's for people between the ages of 50 and 80. I can't imagine slamming an 80-year-old. Why, why would you want to know, oh, I got another 30 years left? Oh, I don't want to know and, that. Yeah. I just want to know if I could get up from crisscross applesauce Indian. I, I oh, I know. I got a hand. Because yeah. I, uh, when I did uh, yoga about a month ago with Ronnie in the side yard. Oh, that had to be horrible to look at. I was like a potato bug. Yeah. <laughs> just rolled around the backyard. <laughs> Yeah, certain things you know when it comes down to touching, uh, you know your toes or flattening yeah. hands. Oh yeah, those well straight from decent, a but, flat feet on the ground. Even the butterflying, you know, you're just not stretched yeah. out where you could used to get in that hurdle position. Yeah, where your knees relaxed. Are out. Yeah, because you got together. Go, yeah. See now, when I got my hips fixed, I can do that without thinking about it. My legs just fall into that spot. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Because before, they stayed straight up in the air. I'm like, I'm just not limber. It wasn't limber. It was my Tucking bones. one in on the other side. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Sitting on your own feet, terrifying. They do these, like, workouts and stuff sometimes where you'll do a, a – you're on the, you're on your knees and feet, and there's a rope around your neck, and you're doing crunches sitting down. And uh, the trainer always used to yell at me, like, you got to get your ass down to your feet. I'm like, that ain't happening, brother. This, I'll, both Achilles are going to roll up to my my butt cheeks. But yeah, try to stand up and do that. Do it later today. Give yourself a test because it's uh, awful. <laughs> Juan Puga says, if you're going to open a soda, do it faster. We heard you, Brady. <laughs> Turn your mic off when you're going to open a soda. I didn't hear it. Did you hear it? I didn't, I didn't catch it. It was 10 minutes ago. Was I was still yeah. trying to get up out of my... Uh, yeah, you're trying to get your yeah. Indian style. Just keep it together. And again, it makes you realize it's it's like the test for pre-diabetes. When you go to the pre-diabetes test and you realize, oh man, I gotta, I gotta change some stuff if I don't want to, you know, have some horrific ALS. But it's still better than watching rising soccer, I think. <laughs> so people are trying it at home right now, and I'm pretty much, I'm not doing it. Making you realize, not going to work this morning. You and Joe Biden are about on the same path. <laughs> Could you imagine him trying to do it? 
Why bother? Yeah, six years to live, we all know that that's not a thing. If he makes it past the next six, it's going to be, he's going to be a plate of mashed potatoes by the end of the day. So, good luck with that. I thought I'd just start your Monday off with that deal (laughs) before you start facing all the junk you're going to pile into your body next week. Yeah, try it today and then try it again in two weeks after Thanksgiving. Say it was a six on, uh, back on the 13th. And now here I am on the 27th, and uh, yeah, I'm a one. You want the numbers, John? Average American will eat 26 cookies, 12 slices of pie, and 13 cupcakes. Each? 12 over the slices holidays. of pie. Holy shit. I'm with Brett. Wow. 12 slices of pie on average? I will have maybe one. One, maybe two, and that's it maybe. for me. One for Thanksgiving, one for Christmas, and that's about oh, it. Oh, you're talking about the whole holiday. I thought you yeah, said Thanksgiving. No, still wow, over the holidays. Basically from now yeah. until Christmas, it is a lot of pie. That's, but again, you give me those. All right, I can see where you're going to a few things. Well, I'm I can still see you're on an average pie. Let's see. Six to eight. Yeah. So you're eating like a pie, a pie and, and a half. half? Pie and a half. Oh, pigs. Everyone is. Wow. And that's the people averaging to fix what I'm not doing. So you got some people eating like 18 to balance out my one, maybe oh, two. Because there's people, you know, if you go to five Christmas parties and you're a pie fan. Uh, that's gluttony. That's Ugh. too much. You got, you're too big a pie fan. You know what you need to cut out of your life is uh, Christmas parties. Well, the yeah, Christmas cookies or eating cookies over the cookies holidays. Weakness. I'll get that's 26 that. cookies. I'll hit, I'll hit that number in the next month. That seems reasonable. Two here, two here. Before you know it, you've had... 12 and it's uh, 13 cupcakes especially when the ackermans bring those cookies oh my god and here and each cookie can be like tiny yeah but you're talking about the average person eating 26 cookies 12 pieces of pie and what was the last thing cupcakes 13 cupcakes 13 brownies oh my god this is the average human being 25 pieces of candy that morning of the in the stockings and stuff like that that's crazy and then after all this Sit crisscross applesauce and shoot yourself in the head because you're not getting up. 48% of us have hidden holiday sweets to prevent roommates or other family members from stealing them. 48%. Here's another thing I know that you only have six years to live. You hide food from people. If you hide food from people, you're for yourself. If you're not hiding it because they can't stop, that's one thing. But if you're hiding it to keep it so you get it and they don't, you got maybe a couple years to live. Max. If there's a hiding spot for food and or alcohol in your house, you're on the wrong track, brother. <laughs> now go crisscross applesauce and roll around on the ground for half an hour and realize you've got about 35 minutes to live. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> and again, remember, the last time you saw Chris, don't go crazy leaping into crisscross applesauce. Because it isn't easy. That was the hardest part of it, sitting down crisscross applesauce. And I can get my legs crossed. I didn't have to, like, tug or do any weird stuff to get my legs in there. I can do it. It was me going to the ground to get into that spot. I haven't done it in so long. My body's like, what are you doing? I watched these people at Granada Park Saturday morning. I've never seen anything like this. I like a kettlebell workout. I've done nothing when it comes to kettlebells. I watched three people in a circle with music playing. In a wagon, doing some sort of an odd choreographed kettlebell routine. And it didn't look easy. 
and the kettlebells were like 55 pounds. Oh. They were huge. And then there's a girl and two dudes, a girl and a black guy, and this dude with, of course, his shirt was off, and he looked fantastic. And then they'd go between their legs, get it in the air, flip it three times and catch it. And you try to flip a kettlebell that's 10 pounds and grab it by the handle and keep motion. All three of them were doing it. It was beautiful. It was Cirque du Soleil workout. I stood with Bussy and just stared at him like, wow, you people are superhuman. There I am trying to crisscross applesauce, and it's like somebody's building. I oh, have, I got 10 years. I should have had scaffolding around me while I was getting down in that. I was under construction getting into that position. It was impossible. But whoever the three of you are, first off, pretty amazing. Second, go f- Themselves. Do that in somebody's backyard. That's they shouldn't do that in public. You make people feel bad. Yeah, Donna's. And they break the, yeah, they break the cameras out, and then there's this beautiful Enya music playing. And I got a little close because I'm like, what in the world are they doing? And then it was just all three of them in in concert. Cirque du Soleil. Are they in town? Is there a show? If they are, there might be. These three are auditioning and they're getting the job. What do you do on your off days? Work out. Yeah, I can swing a big kettlebell. If I ever lose handle on it, somebody going to die because it is not going in a beautiful circular thing where I can time the grab and keep my sway going. Unreal. And here I am doing tests to see if I can stand up or not. And I felt pretty good about myself, only going one hand and a little lean. Eh, what are you going to do? I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. But yeah, it made me really realize I got to do some work. Because uh, standing up shouldn't kick your ass, and man does it. Sitting crisscross that. It's like Ali Sadiq, who was here last this weekend. My, one of my favorite things he talks about, he goes, when you're a kid, he stands on a stool. It's about two and a half feet off the ground. As you're a kid, this is nothing. A chair? This is nothing. Is it after you turn 40? This is the most horrifying thing you can do to yourself is look down from the top of this thing. Is how am I getting off of this? <laughs> like, you, do you jump? Your knees will go through your hips? Or do you can't? Uh-uh. You just you got to... Lean on a wall and Spider-Man down. I see those guys do those parkour things off like one-story building. Yeah. And your brain thinks, oh, that looks easy. I could do that. You can't even get up from from Indian style. you got six years to live. Another thing that happened this weekend, and we've talked about this, is uh, Tisha Campbell from Martin. Remember Martin? Yeah. Uh, she was uh, in Martin. Her dad, Clifton, passed away in November. And this is true of all people who have lost someone recently. We've talked about this in the past. Another job I want to start, not only going through your kids' phones and things like that, like we talked about last week. And your, we I have a buddy you, that has to do that. He has to his, go through the his, phone? His father passed away. Oh, he's got to go through his stuff. he's got a whole room. He's, it's been sitting there for yeah. three months. Oh, it's bad. I want to start the business where I go through your kids' phones. And I go through your kid's house. Uh, you, you toss the cell. We go through and we find your kid's stuff so you don't have to. And we clear it out and you're like, it wasn't pretty. And then I give you an itemized list. If you want to look at it, that's fine. Charge a couple hundred bucks to go through toss the kid's cell. Ah! Add to that, when somebody passes away, I'll go through all their stuff first because Tisha Campbell's dad had a porn stash. That was huge. Now, Brett, when you go, I don't know what's in your house. Bodies. Weapons. Oh, I, again, this this is exactly what you need to hire me. <laughs> Pay me. Tell me where everything is. It's all confidential. I go through. I get rid of it all in the event of your passing. So Matthias, 
and nobody can find your stuff. Clear History is basically that's the name of my company. Clear so History. You're like the cleaner. You just come I, in I come there in, and I just, clean the okay. room, make sure that she doesn't find your porn stash because evidently Tisha uh, was going through her dad's stuff and found massive amounts of porn. A white hose with bros, gaping black bee holes, <laughs> black cobra. These are the DVDs he was saving. Uh, Tisha said she found her uh, 76-year-old dad needed to get rid of his outdated DVD player. And now it's clear why he was fighting her to keep it. Because he had nasty ass. At least her family uh, laughed at it. Yeah, oh, you would laugh. Like, if, oh, you didn't have to go through. I'm, you didn't go through Torp stuff. Not too much. He was trying to uh, Bunny do did it, that. but yeah. Bunny, Amy, Tommy. Yeah, they all went through, and I'm sure they didn't find any. They DVD got the gore bars and all that stuff. And like, <laughs> here's here's some knives for you. There's probably some stuff in your family that you all have decided to just look by. That's all right. Oh, look, a picture of him with Oswald. Throw that away. I couldn't imagine your dad uh, shaking hands with Searhan Searhan in a couple of photos. You're not keeping any of that stuff around. <laughs> no, you're not. That's still in a vault somewhere. If no. if it were, <laughs> if it's in your attic. Yeah. If Dan passes and I go through his place and find pictures of him shaking hands with Sirian Sirian, I'm going like what Brett did. That's getting framed. <laughs> Brett's got pictures of his family with Jimmy Hoffa, and it's like the greatest thing in his house. Don't touch that. It's like when you go to an Indian's house and they got the elephant and Vishnu, and it's all in a, <laughs> on a shelf, and it's like you're not allowed to touch it. It's, in, it's behind glass. Brett breaks out the Hoffa picture, and I realized right then and there, this isn't the only one, is it? You guys all have one of these. Oh, multiple <laughs> copies of the Hoffa. Was your grandpa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So when your grandpa passed, somebody went through his stuff. And we don't talk about that. I know we don't talk <laughs> about that, and that's the smart. Clear history. It's my new company. You call me and say, hey, we've had a recent. It's almost like uh, the that fixer. some of the Happy stuff endings. that we found. My dad went through his dad's stuff, and we discovered Mafia some new, uh, just some letters and stuff from... Uh, Business acquisitions and uh, like a, two angry letters my grandfather to his brother oh, they when they sold along. the company. Oh boy! But the funny the funny part of it the language now like today it would be you're just cussing ripping your brother up oh, and down. Yeah. It says you were not acting like a scout on this a boy scout on this company acquisition. <laughs> Did it have the words dad gummit and sorry for the language? Might as well. Yeah, <laughs> but he was very upset. It was a classy mat. And then I looked to your, what is gaping black b-holes? Why in the world would we find this at the workplace? That would be a rough one to find in your dad's. And would you think that Kurt has that? I would hope he's graduated to Pornhub by now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's you know. Probably not real good at it. you got to help probably with his phone not. a lot. I know. You're right. He's probably got, yeah, he probably still does. have a DVD player? Yeah, he does, actually. There's a reason. <sighs> Lives alone. Yeah. DVD player? Yeah. Bears. White hose, black rose <laughs> is in his collection. I guarantee it. Kirk is tugging to the old school. Ugh. Does he have a VHS? No, that's gone. Okay, so he's he figured out the transfer. Barely. Black Cobra is one I'm curious about. I don't necessarily care to see uh, gaping black bee holes. That sounds like a medical condition. Is but Black Cobra a character? You know, that's what a I bunch need to know. Yeah, yeah, I need to find out about Black Cobra. That sounds good. <laughs> like I'm interested because that's mm-hmm. like Sylvester Stallone, right? It's just yeah, the, it's, like, it's like when they did the Honeymooners with uh, was it Cedric the Entertainer? They did that's Black right. Honeymooners. This is Black Cobra. Well, there is a there is a film series. It's an Italian black exploitation series of four action films. So it's probably not the one she's talking about. 
Maybe. Maybe Black Cobra's that, too. But, yeah, you got to clean it out. And if I find gaping black b-holes in my dad's collection of things, that instead of a big portrait of how he never looked in life on an easel, no. We're going with uh, gaping black b-holes as his memory picture with the, you know, the wreath around it like you just won the Kentucky Derby. I don't know why we treat dead people like they just won a horse race. Okay, there is an old 76, 35 millimeter remastered video of uh, Black Cobra. 1976 yeah. Black Cobra. Yeah, so he's looking at, oh. Got any images on that? Let's see. Most of it's blocked. This is going to be good. Damn it. Oh, it, it was translated into Italian on Evanera. That's Bla- Black Cobra as a white girl on the cover? He sure does. What in the? Oh, I get it. <laughs> the girls aren't necessarily black, but the Cobra is. Let's see here. <laughs> see if you can fix I'm this. I'm trying. This is. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> I just saw the thumbnail of it. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for your loss, but make sure the dignity that person deserves is preserved. By uh, not making it public that he loved gaping black bees. Yeah, there's a few of them. Ava Nera is the one that seems to... Well, that's Black Cobra Woman. That seems like a regular Spanish. Well, this, this one's a regular one, I think. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, it's released on Blu-ray now. <laughs> does your dad have a Blu-ray? Jack Palance. Uh, of course yeah. he does. <laughs> Jack Palance is in Black yeah. Cobra Woman? That's not the porn, then. Yeah, that can't be. Just this one thing. A giant black cobra up my ass. Because that uh, Blu-ray DVD had the names of the stars on it. Well, this is probably the black cobra she's talking about. Yeah. I would very much Thumbnails love to out. see Jack Palance in the movie Black Cobra. Just taking one. Ah, ah, <laughs> tumbling long. What's that tumbling tumbleweeds? So one thing. Shane! Doing one-handed push-ups on some unsuspecting girl. So, yeah, I want to start this company for sure. I'll toss your kids' rooms. Toss that cell, go through their cell phone, their closets, make sure that you don't get to see any of them. Like that guy that said when he was helping his son move out, found that big black fist in between his mattresses. You don't need to see that. The three finger. No, oh, the big three fingers wide and what was it, a foot long? 12 inches. Got some fist, some big giant fist. You don't need that in your son's room. I'll take care of that. You want a, you want a monthly subscription? You pay an annual fee, I'll come by every, like, 12th or 13th of the month. I'll pop by, knock on the door while he's in school or wherever. It's like, all right, let's toss the cell. And I'll go in there and I'll find some things. And then beware, because he's going to get clever. He'll be on to you. For sure. up at tossit.com. Yeah. (laughs) It'll happen. (laughs) Be careful. And soon we won't have to worry about any of that. Because yesterday, Elon Musk made the big announcement that he's ready to start cutting people's heads open for Neuralink. It's ready. And they're lined up, volunteering. Tens of thousands. I Google Glass didn't work. I'm not first in line for Neuralink. This Neuralink is further along well, than you'd Google hope Glass. So, I mean, it's Google ready Glass to go. did not work. Google Glass was not a thing. But Elon Musk said, that's it. Scalpel's up. Ready to cut. This thing is good. How do you know? You've tied it to no brains ever. How do you know your brain's going to go, oh, cool. Everything. I have a feeling it's going to... And why wouldn't he do it? Exactly. Put it in him first. 
That's exactly right. If you if you invent Neuralink, you got to be a user. <laughs> I have kind it. of a rule in the building that if you're going to endorse the product, you should probably use it. Neuralink is a big one. You're not going to ask me to go, hey, folks, it's John Holmberg here, shielding away for brain implants, unless I got one. Now, I'm not a user. I never understood why Snoop Dogg does the boner pills. And in the middle of it says, I don't have a problem, you see. I'm fine. But maybe you're not. Like, why Why are you yelling at me now? Now I have no boner and you're making me feel bad about it. I just tell you about a player. Everybody needs a good D. I'm fine. Watch this. I'm like, don't show me that. Oh, damn it. There it is. Black, <laughs> Black Cobra. But, yeah, the uh, Neuralink is ready to go. And the big announcement, people were clapping. And, like, I think they cut a ribbon. We're ready to cut people open. And you're right. There was a group of people like, let's do this. Now, am I curious? Oh, yeah. But I think our brains are going to overheat with everything. We're not meant to know everything. We're already scrambling as a society to get along, knowing what we know with this thing in our hands. The stupid phone knows all, and we don't know how to communicate anymore because of it. Imagine if your brain was like, I can tap into all of it. The new South Park uh, uh, Panderverse is such a great, like, a satire of what's going on in the world where I've said it for years that college is just a business. It's a scam. Anybody can get through it and they're just taking your money uh, except for doctors and lawyers and maybe teachers and a couple of engineers a little bit. But right now, if you Neuralink me, I don't need any college. I'm an engineer. I'm a, it's the thing from the matrix. They just plug in the info. You just have the people who are going to need to, uh, are going to own the future are handymen. Uh, that's what the South Park's about. It's like the guys who can actually fix a car. Or be a handyman. You can internally Google, right? You can do everything. It's all that's in your phone and everything is right there. Sounds like you'd be boring. It would be boring. And then there's a diagnostic thing. I'm talking to you about. Like, you know already what I know. Yeah. And you know what would really screw up? Watching live sports. Because my YouTube TV is about 25 seconds behind the real thing. I had a friend at the game yesterday in Pittsburgh, and he's texting me like, oh, sweet. I'm like, oh, crap, something good's about to happen. All depends on how many people are YouTubing. Right. So... Now my brain will know the score in the game from updates. I don't like this at all, but I kind of love it. But I think Brett's right. I think boring is the word yeah. we're not really tying to this. If you know everything, and I know everything, and you know everything. What's the point? What are we going to talk yeah. about? It's just going to be a whole bunch of people going, yeah, I know. That's it. The whole world. I know. What scares me is that it's going to become more shallow because we'll be... We'll all have our brains. Everybody have brains. So we're going to be there more goes Jeopardy. Oh, Jeopardy's done. Jeopardy's Any done. kind of um, another, show. Another perfect game. Perfect. It's just who's fastest at buzzing in. So it's going to be more, fi- the world will be more physical. It will be more about how you look. Uh, what you do with your hands and feet that makes you physically different than anyone else. It's going to be a more physical world with Neuralink. And most of us are going to get fat. But so is it picking it up just like your phone? Like this 5G, how do you no know? Idea. Where is yeah, that coming tied from? To? And because who, if it's tied to the internet, like everything, you could be 25 oh, seconds behind. You, you can, can get hacked. Hide, yeah, glitch. Oh, you can buffer and just stare at a guy for a little while. Sometimes you do that already. <laughs> you got the wheel of <laughs> death. I was say, you ready buffers now. Do you have Neuralink? <laughs> you have the early, like, you have the, the beta. <laughs> what? And the ceiling tiles become your best friend. Brady might have Neuralink in him. Cut him open. But so the ideal More of a hamster wheel. They're saying the ideal candidate is an adult under the age of forty whose four limbs are paralyzed. Now this is where all inventions start as a good thing. 
but get manipulated into a terrible thing where they can program. So that's why you have that many volunteers. Probably. But that's like AI. I mean, you know, you start off with funny things like James Hetfield singing Michael Jackson songs, and now it's... Then yeah. you got to worry about other stuff. Now it's Barack Obama. Yeah. You know what I really don't like is uh, the Polish. Yeah. And they're like, huh, Barack? I think we should uh, annihilate all of them. And then you're like, wow, Barack hates the Poles. <laughs> That's one group of people that have gotten off easy. But he likes Black Cobra. I love Black Cobra. I love gaping <laughs> black buttholes. Any scandal you want could be put into that. You could have Barack banging Joe, and it would look real, and half of... America would love it and believe it's real. They say that's AI, but I knew something was queer about them anyway. Oh, Joe, when I'm deep inside you, ah, ah, I'm melting inside of you, Joe. We're banging Michelle. No, that would that's not nobody would believe that. Uh, yeah, nobody would buy that. I'd, I'd, again, <laughs> Joe, greater than <laughs> Michelle sexually. I like Jobra. I don't like. I don't like a lady that can wrestle me down. I don't like when she's in charge of what position we're in because I'm physically unable to push back. Joe, ragdoll. Anyway, uh, they say. Uh, uh, well, and then again, Elon Musk has been known to be a little bit uh, quick with the trigger on a few of his inventions. Although this SpaceX thing's working out pretty good. He's so far ahead on on all this stuff. He's rolling out that. That truck? He wants it on out the on cyber the cyber truck. But see, here's the thing. Elon wants it on the road now, and all of his engineers are like, it's not ready. It's like, uh, he doesn't care. Well, so, the other thing is, is uh, you, when you sign that, if you buy one of the trucks, you're not allowed to sell it. In 18 months, I'll say, yeah. can sue you for 50 grand. Right. Don't do that. Unless you got 50 grand to throw away just to be a dick. Yeah. It's what Elon would do. But Neuralink, for people who can't move, Beautiful. What a beautiful invention that is. And what a cure. And what a, it's since the cure of polio. We so that's one of the things that I always understand just like that. So it, it connects your uh, body. It's like you can plug it in like a car. Yeah. And you can find out right. what's going on with your body or maybe it But can- we know where this is going. Brain implants can start with good intentions just like fusion. Oh, that's a good idea. You don't get a lot of energy out of these splitting atom things. And you know what else we could do? create the sun on earth and blow up some Japanese people if you're interested. Everything we come up with initially for good ends up in the wrong hand. Clone army. Attack of the clones. Or there could be like, you know, this is very naked gun. Instead of a watch, you just get Reggie Jackson to kill the queen. Put the command in. That's it. Somebody just has to be in charge of the entire, you know, Obi-Wan flipping the, the beam down. I hope that old man hit the button. And then we're all like in a row. People are just walking out on the freeways. And that, yeah. And I'm not saying that's going to happen right away, but someday we're going to have to be careful of it. We're already worried about like our phones being hacked with misinformation, and that's the worst thing we got to worry about right now. It's whether or not what we're being told is real. And most of it isn't. Neuralink. I just don't like the idea. He's like, all right, ready to cut. <laughs> what? You're ready to do brain implants? Now, if I was paralyzed... I'd be up for anything. You could tie me to a Hyundai and say, let's see what we got here. And that's great news. But going brain implants where we have all of it, because that's what they were talking about on the news last night, is that it is completely ready for insertion, implanting, and, of course, also for all the world's information to be pumped into your brain. And uh, approved, I mean, to be able to do it. Oh, crazy. So that's the stage. I mean, it's like, okay, 
Yeah, you can do that yeah. now. Remember, the, like, the COVID test? Everybody lost their minds for that? that? Give me, like, 30 of those shots before you put a brain juicer in me. Good luck, society. Would you be one of those people that doesn't get it? And we'd be running around as the rogue cavemen? No, I'll be the anti-Neuralink guy, like the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, you would yeah, We're not getting it. You'd be yeah. running around like... I think there'd be a good... There'd be a nice war that would develop between the musket people... And the Neuralink people who can summon lasers from space to blow up the musket people. Well, it's like you said, you worry about people hacking, you know, your iPhone, for God's sakes, let alone yeah. your brain. Now I'm out. You'll be living your retirement years making pasta at someone's house or somebody or get over there like your servant. And think about the Neuralink this. people. Think about Flag Lady over at the Diamondbacks games. Everybody gets a Neuralink. And then this dude starts tapping into her, you know, her brain and stuff, talking and... She can just make a transfer by thinking about it. She doesn't have to cut books open and hide cash. <laughs> just <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah, but just it's traceable. Uh, tap your head on the machine. Yeah, maybe it's actually better for people like Flag Lady because then it's trackable transactions and we'll know which brain it went to. Although I would venture to guess when people die, grave robbing is going to be a big thing because then they can grab Neuralinks out right, of heads. Chip. And then you get the chip and you... You hack into the chip of the computer and start talking to Flag Lady, and she sends you twenty grand or something like that. It goes to that chip, goes to the side account, throw the chip away. It's like a burner chip. None of this is good. None of it. Seen too many movies to oh, know. Sci-fi's told us this never goes well, but go for it. Neuralink, and then there's going to be some crying black scientist. Back at the lab when Arnold Schwarzenegger sees him and says, you got to blow this place up with you in it. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady remembers. <laughs> Just hit the button, man. And he had to go because inside there was the end. Terminator taught us that. It was 84. That Terminator 2? That was 2. Still 90. Whenever. Two. It was 30-something years ago. Yeah, because he had to go back to the guy who invented it. It was all rich and stuff. Now. Uh, they want to know, so if everyone has Neuralink, does that mean the Brady Report is going to be complete for a change? <laughs> you won't need it. <laughs> you won't need That's it. That's done. Because Brady will basically be reading stuff you already know. Everyone will be driving to work going, I don't know. You won't even be driving to work. Your car will be doing it. You'll be sitting there doing nothing. I don't know. I already know that. It'll be what? Wally. You'll be in that motorized yep. lounge Lumping chair. Lumping around watching videos that you make on your own. And the people that will inherit the earth will be those nutbags throwing those 55-pound kettlebells in the air and catching them. That'll be a skill. Your skills will be the only thing we have. Skills and boobs. That'll be the future. I'm fine with half of that. I'm with boobs, yeah. But will the Neuralink guys get all the girls? Or will it be the Bretts and Johns of the world? That, no. Because I don't have the physical attractive features. So I would just be lost as a lump of nothingness. No Neuralink, no skills, just standing there in a world that I don't belong to anymore. You don't want a Neuralink chick anyway, man. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. Then it'll be racist to hate Neuralink people. <laughs> then I'll get all woke. I'm not interested in any of this. Just for the handicaps, right? This guy says, what about sign stealing in Michigan football? <laughs> That's true. If you got Neuralink, you won't need it. You won't need that. Make more games interesting as far as play calling if everybody can Neuralink together. It's true. You have to have Neuralink blockers. You have to have a thing that makes it so I don't want Brady to see what I know. 
I don't want to connect with you. There's going to be like avatar moments where it's like, I'd like yeah, to link we my avatar to each to other. Yeah. That'll be a girl's thing where she's like, I just, he won't let me link to his Neuralink. What's he hiding? You don't want to know my thoughts. Good Christ. We meet for the first time. She already does a background check right there on the spot. Yeah. Like, I can tell you this. My brain is accidentally just playing jokes on me. Pictured people I don't want to see naked, naked. It just does it to me. Sometimes Triple walks by me. I'm like, God damn it, brain. Why? Quit <laughs> <laughs> <What> it. <laughs> Trip's got a hog. I've actually pictured some family members doing things I'm like, why is that happening? You don't need to know that stuff. Don't you want to link with me? He's just not committing. Oh, no. She wants to see my thoughts. Be like dating North Korea. I'm not interested. Quick, pen a breakup letter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, please break up with this bitch. She's insane. I told you. I know, I know. You know everything, goddammit. You're getting a little old. Meanwhile, Brett and I are walking around with AR-15s with no skills. He's <laughs> trying to make it to the next water supply hut. It's kind of the end of the world, but nobody's dead. Yeah. Oof. Ah, the future. Walking Just dead. like Sky, Skynet and Terminator living in those old warehouses. Yeah. Going through tunnels. Oh. The only way to go living from A to B. Living off the grid. You got to go through that uh, L.A. river basin that's constantly being rode. <laughs> where they race the cars in Greece. And, I don't know. Neuralink. Well, ready to cut. Hey, calm down, Elon. He's got two rockets in the air at the same time he wants to chop my brain up. This guy's going too far. You want truck? Meanwhile, isn't he training for an MMA fight, too? What's going on? That's the other dude. They both are. Is he still training because the other one is injured? Oh, that's true. He's they out. An injury. But weren't they going to fight? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think it's going on now. Video games would be more fun. That'd be cool. Kyler Murray would be lost forever. He's got a PlayStation 5 in his head. But Maybe DeAndre needs a DeAndre, Neuralink. No, I enjoy watching him fail. <laughs> and Neuralink would just bring him back up to like a 91 IQ. He would know how to use it. He wouldn't use it right. So have fun with that, everybody. But he's ready to cut. That was the exact phrasing. It's ready to cut. Oh, man. So roll those folks up there if you got someone in a wheelchair. I hope that works. That would be beautiful. That would be an amazing thing. And would people drive more recklessly knowing that you can break your spine now? And I think people Just would like try more dumb stuff. Just like the argument with the football pads. You know, you yeah. hit harder. You got protection on. Yeah. Well, it's AIDS. Rubbers were like a must. Like you had to have one on even when you weren't having sex for like from 1988 to 1996. You just had to wear rubbers. And then they're kind of like, I don't think we need them anymore. We got rid of those. So porn was like, we'll just test them all the time. They don't even wear them in porn anymore. And that was unheard of for a while. We we do risky behavior when medical science comes through for us. Look, high blood pressure. Back before those pills, people just dropped dead at 55 from heart attacks. Now they're like, give me a pill. I'm not changing a thing. I'm not changing an ounce of me. You give me a pill that regulates me and I'll be fine. I think Neuralink is going to... We're all going to try parkour. I broke my back. Big whoop. They'll get me out of this chair in a couple of days. I'm ready to cut. Bending so. your arm back and multiple break. Yeah. <laughs> Can you neural link this back in? Yeah, it's going to take a couple weeks. Okay. Hey, I can't feel my toes. Is that a thing? Oh, we'll neural link that. Cool. I'm going to go do that exact same thing over again then. I didn't know it was this easy to fix. There's going to be so many more of those 
car drifting. Doing dry donuts yeah, and dude, plowing people over. Yeah, nobody would have any. Could put a helmet on and you're fine. Everything else can break. We can do anything we want. Just try to keep your organs in line. If your spine snaps, we can fix it. <laughs> Meanwhile, people with Parkinson's are like, "Will you stop standing on the freeway to test this? I need help, and the line is too long." But again, Parkinson's or MLS. <laughs> she was shaking. Give it to me. I'm not watching any soccer. <laughs> Give me a little Eddie money. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, wake Up Song Time brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Winter time's about to hit, and now is the time to go stock up and get ready for it at Action Ride Shop. They got boards, skis, all the apparel you need, and if that's not your thing and you want to hit the trails, they got all the biking gear you're going to need as well. So actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go, or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, let's see on the list. We've got Mudvayne. Uh, Power Trip, Avenge Sevenfold, Faith No More, Dope, Motorhead, Slipknot After the Burial, ACDC, Ministry, Megadeth, Soil, Deftones, Static X. I like all of that. This is a good playlist, except for maybe Megadeth. And I like Reckoning Day. How about Reckoning Day? Okay. That works out. If it's a Megadeth it's song of, I like, we'll give it to neural. you. Yeah, it's very Neuralinky. It's Reckoning Day. Ready to cut. How dare you? Ready to cut. That's what this guy says. Sports teams are going to be wearing Magneto helmets. That's true. Remember Magneto from the X-Men and he could read your... That's everybody, though. Once everybody's got it, then what are we striving for? I, for one. And what else does it fix? Does it fix being R-word? Or would it make them just kind of speech impediment brilliant? It doesn't add a chromosome, right? Like physically, you'd stay the same. You just yeah. I don't know. I mean, it it your it tells your body to tell you this. Figure out how to repair itself on certain. They are, no, those are stem cells. This is just a this just reconnects. Like it's not a fixer. I that thought this way. actually helps no. the body or it probably has a it. thing that does that. But this is more for like you know uh, electrodes and stuff like that that goes into your spine and. Keeps like that's why you move again because it, re, it reinvigorates that. It doesn't fix it so much as it just kind of sends. It just replaces the thing that broke, but it can't put it in there and like fix arthritis like the way stem cells can. You can't grow an arm back, right? Yeah, we're yeah. not we're not going to turn into lizards. Although someday, <laughs> I like to think enough. <laughs> but think about the R word army, all that strength and all the information. That would be horrifying. That would be a group of people that would finally get the respect they haven't gotten <laughs> ever. Might elect one president soon. Be like Lord of the Rings. Because <laughs> they would be powerful physically. And you gave them all the information ever. What would they do with that? No, I don't like this at all. It is Reckoning Day. That's a fact. Megadeth. Dave Mustaine was never more right than yeah. he was back in 94 when he wrote this. It's Reckoning Day. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There it is, Ozzy right there, barking at the moon. Not doing a lot of that right now. If you saw Ozzy's pictures last week, 
He's been mummified. I don't know if you saw that. It's kind of sad. But they uh, did some sort of... Maybe he got the Neuralink. But he got some brain operation because he's going through so much stuff. And they had him. They showed him. Poor bastard. Leaving the hospital. And there's cameras snapping shots of him in the big mummy helmet. All his little faces only poking through all this. Like he's in a head cast. And they interviewed him. And all he said was, brains. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, the brains! It would be great to watch him. Hello, Albuquerque. I'm here for your brains. I'll give Ozzy your brains, bro. Finally, give Sharon that high wig with the silver streaks <laughs> right. to it. He's bride. the bride of. Right, Sharon. You're gonna have to start wearing this around a little bit because now I'm Frankenstein or a monster of some sort. And you have to be, like, you know, have to be in the movie with Boris Koloff and such. I'm not wearing the wig, Ozzy. Come on, play along. I'm a mummy now. Brains. Brains. Ah! It's sad, but we'll always have his music because I don't think Ozzy's going to be. That'll be part of the new album cover. Yeah. Oh, it's. the release. <laughs> it would be a great album cover. It's the most horrific thing of all time. I look like I'm straight from hell. But I felt bad for the poor bastard. Some guy said the best thing about Neuralink is. You can tell chicks that you've got viruses, and that's why you won't link with them. <laughs> and it isn't because you're a filthy pig. That's a fact. Good work. <laughs> Sorry, I'd love to link with you, but I've got loads of viruses. Oh, oh. I don't want that. Unless she comes back and says, I have Neuralink herpes, too. Oh, no. I keep hearing it. All these chicks have viruses. <laughs> All these chicks, nobody wants to link with me. <laughs> I think it's scary. Anyway, uh, it's time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And how about Hooters for lunch? What do you say? Every Monday through Friday from 11 to 2 o'clock, $2 off any 10-piece wings, fish and chips, salads. Uh, watch, is that one meal? 10-piece wings, fish and chips, and salad? It says salads. It'd be like multiple salads? I don't know how this works. you got to ask them. Uh, and then you can watch the game tonight. No football specials. It's 6 o'clock, and it's only at uh, Hooters if you want to get down there and watch all that fun stuff for the weekend. I think you should. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, please, for God's sakes, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Sadie Hawkins Day. Oh, she's got to ask you. That's a day for us adults. I thought it was just for adult teenagers. You know, I looked it up where it started. It's from that comic strip. Um... Andy Al Cap with oh, Little Abner. Little Abner. Yeah, the character Sadie. Started Sadie uh, Hawkins. Yeah, um, oh, he's yeah. trying to find. Uh, he made his daughter go out and find a date. We just chasing the town, chasing the town's men around, and that became the Sadie Hawkins uh, tradition. That's that a little cartoon strip. Yep. Did you get asked for Sadie Hawkins? We didn't have it in high school. I didn't. What did you have? I know Ohio had something like No, that. no. I mean, some other high schools would have it, but we had, you know, we, just homecoming. We had winter Morp. Formal. We called it Twerp. Twerp. We had Morp. Did you have Morp? Yeah, and had Sadie Morp, Hawkins. Yeah. But Sadie Hawkins was the formal, and Morp was the... no. And you know why? Because for homecoming and prom, dudes asked, and you had to spend an extravagant amount of money. Morp was like, Applebee's and sweaters. Like, you spent eight bucks at Mervyn's to take... I feel bad to this day because I got asked to morp by a girl named Jennifer, who was super cute. 
She won $10,000 on Bruce Kelly's show that morning nice. on the radio. That morning, ten grand. Her mom pretended that, you know, gave the name and stuff, so she, she won it. It was hers. And uh, that night, shows up. her friend shows up at my doorstep with this song and dance about wanting to take me to Morp. And she's in the car if you want to say yes. And I didn't want to go. What? Because I found out she had had sex like a thousand times. And? Well, I know now, but back then I'm like, ah, Ew. I was super insecure because I had had sex zero times. Oh, no, wait, twice? I'm not going to know what I'm doing. It was after that, it was twice. And I was fresh, and I was bad at it, and I just thought I'd disappoint her. And she also had scoliosis, and she had two bars in her back. That was the real Well, thing. she got taken to the airport, who cares? Right. You know, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, we're not traveling overseas. Yeah, it was only ten grand for God's sake. That was a weekend. That fling. was even before the days of metal detectors. For and it wasn't that so much. It was just there was like stuff going on, and I was intimidated by her. And so I stood and told her friend, "Oh, I'm not John." And I knew the girl. I'm like, "I'm John's cousin." We, everybody confuses us. He's not here right now. Let her go through the whole dance. She's like, "What?" Yeah, I'm John's cousin, Dennis. What? Yeah, and I had a, for whatever reason, I had a Seahawks half shirt on because I was classy like that. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm from Seattle. And she goes, oh, all right. Phone rings like 15 minutes later. I saw you in the doorway. Why did you say that? Huh? Oh, no, that was my cousin Dennis. I go, oh, my God. Lied to her completely. And then she actually said the words, I won $10,000. I'd spend it all on us. Huh? And I was so intimidated by how many times she had had Boy, sex. Boy, what a dope. I, 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 my strikeout in from from 12 to Who about... Who told you that? The guy that wanted to go with her to the dance? She did. You didn't want to go with her? She did. Oh, okay. She asked me. She We were hanging out one day, and she said, how many times have you had sex? And I'm like, <sighs> feeling pretty good about myself right now. Two. And she goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, two. You just... Yeah. Back in October, knocked that out of the box. Pretty powerful. I'm like, how about you? And she goes, I don't want to say. Why? Well, I had a boyfriend for three years. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, round number? Thousands, she said. Nice. Oh, reg. Yeah, it was like a... Which <laughs> means like three times a day for three solid years. And I'm like, huh? Dang. I've done it too. You're scaring the hell out of me. And then she got up in a bathing suit, and I saw the scars on her back, and I was like, hmm, there's a good excuse. Terrible. What's she looking in a bathing suit besides the scars? That iced it. What a wonderful girl, too. I I absolutely should. If I ever see her again, I'd apologize vehemently. She scared me right out of liking her. And I liked her a lot. Scared me to death. And we were in her bedroom. How many times have you had I mean, think about that. This girl is in it with this dumbass. How many times have you had sex? That's a question she asked in her bedroom. She was on. It was a go. Probably like banging a fence post, though. She didn't have a whole lot of mobility. She had a thousand times, John. She yeah, she's got mobility. <laughs> she knew what she's doing. It would have been like one of those, uh, you know, those water birds that feed into the, you know, those real stiff, <laughs> what are they, those like, like the hummingbird things that just bounce back and forth on the yeah, water. Yeah, the bobber. The bobber, yeah. Still should have done it. I mean, I look, my strikeout skills back in the day, unreal. There's a, there's a place you could fit if you had would go back in time. Maybe choose that day. 
Huh? <laughs> oh, instead of yeah. killing Hitler? Yeah, if you had a time oh. machine. Yeah. <laughs> instead of killing Hitler or baby Jesus, <laughs> I'd go back and do this. All right. I've got three things I really want to correct here. i got to change your order. I'm going to kill Hitler. I'm going to bump that one. That one's going to three. Coming in at number two. Sex with scoliosis girl or slaughtering the baby Jesus. Why would you want to do that? Just to be the most famous guy in the world. Or would I be? That would prove he's divine and I'd be the reason why. Because it wouldn't work. He'd come back as baby Jesus again three days later. <laughs> if the baby can resurrect himself. He was a himself, baby then. One guy I, tried to take When him. I got hold of him. Oh, yeah. You'd, be, you'd, you'd get killed by Herod. Oh, yeah, I'd get killed for it, but I would do it, and then... You stole my thunder, bro! And then we'd see, from the depths of hell, whether or not that whole thing was worth all this time. And I would be known as Space Boy, the Jesus Killer. (laughs) (laughs) They'd never know my name. He just showed up in a... Some guy came in, he was in a half Seahawks shirt. (laughs) And he sent his cousin Dennis. It would be, like, biblical. And then, yay, speak his cousin Dennis. (laughs) Seahawks would be like the most amazing animal of all time. That'd be the lure of the Seahawk. Couple basis fun facts. The name canola originally stood for Canadian oil low acid. But it's now a generic term for some varieties of rapeseed oil. What? Canola is different than natural rapeseed oil. The hell's that? That's Which is much higher. You see, in the Brady has the thing about what he's talking about—the rapeseed. Me and Nathan know all about it. You see, rapeseed—that's a thing. Yeah. What's that go in? Don't answer that. Whatever it wants. <laughs> ah, unwanted rapeseed. The Backstreet Boys. Well, it's always it was, well. The rapeseed. Rapeseed goes where it wants. <laughs> You don't put rapeseed in. Rapeseed does it. You put it in your pan. <laughs> Get it in there. All the other ingredients. Ah! Can't hear your cries. I'm rapeseed. <laughs> I've never heard of rapeseed, I don't think. What's it that's taste why like, they, That's why they it's it oil. You can really taste the rape. Called it canola. We can't, <laughs> call, rid of the we can't go to market with rapeseed. <laughs> comes from the rape stock. Low acid rapeseed. Wow. No. They squeeze the uh, rape grass to get all the oil. <laughs> they got to change the name of all of this. <laughs> rape is no longer known for its delicious seed. The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I used to love eating rape seed, and now what? it's all tainted. Will you go to Morp with me? By rape. <laughs> The Backstreet Boys were named after an outdoor flea market in Orlando, Florida, called the Backstreet Market. That's that big fat guy that used to touch Teenagers the would, uh, would hang out there in the 80s and 90s. Lou, what's his name? That started O-Town, too. Oh, is that where he found Orlando. Them? Yeah. Like all them kids. Yeah, yeah, all, that, all that Orlando stuff started with him. The biggest part in any Shakespeare play is Richard in Richard Three. He has 1,152 lines, which is about 32% of the play. That's a lot. The Secret Service agent who saved Ronald Reagan's life during an assassination attempt in 1981 said he was inspired to become an agent when he was a kid and he saw the movie Code of the Secret Service. Starring? Ronald Reagan. Oh, no kidding. 
Well, that's a twist. Tim McCartney was his name. He got hit, too, right? He got bounced. Yeah. Reagan took one. He took one. James Brady took one. <laughs> he headed one. Oh, he, yeah, he pulled a full-on Neymar with that thing. The National Toy Hall of Fame announced its newest inductees. Baseball cards. They've been around since the 1860s. Cabbage Patch Kids. Kids. Since they debuted in 1982. Nerf. It still surprises me. The Nerf first Nerf product was a four-inch foam ball. Parker Parker Brothers yeah. rolled it out in 1970. They built it as the... Uh, what year was this? 70? Yeah, 1970. Prior to that, kids were just whipping baseballs around the house. Breaking stuff yeah, all over. constantly shattering. And maybe some of the... You know, you'd have the playground balls. Tennis balls. Maybe some of those Tennis, weird... They'd still yeah. bust stuff, though. Nerf balls bounced off of things. Nerf football, not so much. The fourth one was the Fisher Price corn popper. That's one that you pushed around like oh, a lawnmower. Yeah. I remember those. Oh, yeah. Every kid's had one of those. Fascinating, too, when you're a kid. Now you're like, man, I was a real idiot. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I had the IQ. <laughs> I have an IQ of a troglodyte. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and some people still have it today that they think that noise just needs to be louder, and they're the ones who like fireworks. Oh, my God. They're rocket guys at the park. Oh, the park rocket guy. Some guy in uh, California in Redlands uh, hooked up with a guy on uh, Craigslist. Guy was selling gold bars. Met up with him. Bought $21,000 worth of gold bars. I can predict the end of this, but I'm I'm going to go ahead and let you finish. (laughs) They were fake, and uh, someone just like, dude, all you had to do was take a little magnet to the gold bars. I didn't know this. I didn't either. So, but if they, if you put the magnet and it sticks, it's not gold. That's not gold. (laughs) It's also possibly stainless steel, I guess. So now they're warning other people that because there's oh yeah. Well, if you're dealing with a dude on the internet, Craigslist gold bars. I think Redlands is just outside of uh, Palm Springs. Right. And it's got like an amusement park off the I-10 that looks interesting. And then everything else about Redlands sucks. Nobody in there has $21,000 worth of gold bars they need to get rid of. Making the public aware. Oh, the crime you'll save <laughs> by allowing people to know. Don't get your gold bars. Look, you're talking to nobody. <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. Jesus. Craigslist gold bars. 99% chance you're getting zero on this. <laughs> and if you've got $21,000 to spend... Look into some stuff. You've done a pretty decent job to throw you'd think you'd cash know, to yeah, a weirdo. Especially if you you think you know a little bit about gold if he's planning on I can get these things for twenty one thousand. My guess is dude found out idiot had twenty one grand from like his grandpa dying. I can get all you know, I got gold bar or gold bars and stuff on the line. Like, oh, kid. It didn't start as gold bars for sale. It probably got to talking about anal sex with each other, and then one dude realized, this guy's an idiot. He'll believe anything. You need to invest. Good news for parents. A recent survey of uh, Gen Z adults are finding out. It reveals that 68% of Gen Z adults are opting to remain with their families, living at home. Did you say that was good news? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because Kirby never leaves. Yeah. Not good news for me. What was good the news of me? They asked, uh, I don't care. Basically, yeah, me neither. High five. <laughs> Rent Cafe surveyed and found that more than 40% of both millennials and Gen Zers expect to continue living with their families at least another two years. 
say at least another decade. And those people are in their 20s. Of the uh, Gen Zers. Be completely honest with me. Don't say what you're supposed to. Go yeah. into your heart and soul and answer this question. Do you ever want Kirby to move out? Yes. <laughs> no, that, little yes! perky cheek started. Why wouldn't I? You're lying. You gotta live your life. No, you're lying. If she said dada, and she's too old for that, but if she said dada, and she probably still does, I want to live with you forever. Nope. You'd be the happiest no. in the world. Yeah. Okay. No way. Look at that no face. Way. Did you see it morph into that when the actual thoughts hit his brain? No, oh, this would be you. great. She's robbing herself of life. That's what well, that's what Ronnie's doing. You make her stay. Yeah, but that's a different that's a different deal. She committed. Yeah, I guess. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that. The way his face perks up, why, like why? he holds it for a second. <laughs> He's so happy with the thought of Kirby never leaving. That, I, that's why I asked you not say what you're supposed to, but honestly what you feel. Do you ever want her You to can leave? stay here as long as you want, my little angel. <laughs> that's what I'm Because daddy's got another five years. Yeah, did you see him try to get up the other day? You got five years left. <laughs> Should be Kirby to ASU. If Kirby said she's staying until she's 30. <laughs> Not going to happen. Oh. I don't think you realize the tell on your face. This was poker. I would just all would be- in, all in. <laughs> now, if she had no money and that situation, maybe a little different, but. If she was a deadbeat, you didn't go. No, you're not. There's you no way. You got to go. <laughs> no If that way. phrase ever comes out of your mouth. You got it. Would you ever kick her out? Would you ever kick her out? She's 23. Doesn't look like she's getting out. That's it. You're gone. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, so if there was, forever. you know, if she was doing some bad things or. Toledo. How much longer does Alex have at the house? According to him, the day after he graduates. Yeah. According to and reality, you're cool with that? yeah. Well, you According know it's not going to happen, but you'll let him do it. Yeah, well, he's yeah. eighteen. And absolutely. At twenty one, are you like get out? Absolutely. W- were you ever worried about it though? Staying forever? 100%, yeah. Yeah. Oh, him staying forever? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not worried. I mean, I'm more I'm, worried about the bounce back. So you'll be a lot I'm, of bounce back. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm more. But worried when about. I ask you if he said he wanted to stay with you forever, no. God, no. <laughs> when I ask you, no, no. that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> then this weird yeah. smile. You guys saw you it. I'm not making that up. You did it oh, three yeah. times. I'm not making that up. <laughs> I can tell you Daddy, it's not going to happen. I want to stay here for the rest of my life. That wouldn't work out for anybody. Okay, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. <laughs> your, your face changed. About half a second after your proper answer, which was, of course not. She shouldn't stay forever. That would be ridiculous. And then this glow came over you. But the thought of it is awesome. How about she gets married and her... You're going to be that family. That they live you, in. This nuclear thing. You all live together. They're you'd the be, guest you'd be place fine back there. That. You'd be fine. The second this show's over, you're going to be in Crocs and your kid's going to live with you. Because the only thing stopping you is this room. a nice landscaper. That would be well, that'd be good. Hey, if she can get, I'll go double on that. I think Ronnie and have a, a tough time with Kirby moving out. It's I've just seen them do the last couple of times they've been around. No, I think she'd They're be joined fine. at the hip. Yeah, but uh, I think Ronnie would time, boot her. Time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> that face out. Ronnie, you could that's never, that's never. Here's where you're never right. Do that. Ronnie will boot her out. He'll go get her. Captain Savior will do. <laughs> ah, you can't do that. <laughs> kind of crap. She's only 33. Like you're gonna see that. <laughs>
<laughs> Picked up a tough shed the other day. For her to live in? Yeah. And, and food. No, and, I didn't. Training cat- that into the and backyard. And wow. people. Why? Yeah. It's money making. <laughs> I've been telling someone I'm a very successful rapper. He's coming over for uh, dinner tonight. You guys meet him. Can you see the tears down Brady's eyes as the dude that walks strolls back to the tough oh. shed? Brady is going to do one of those <laughs> Japanese suicides when that U-Haul goes one house over. Samurai daughter leaving. I ask again. There it is. Look at that face. It's right here. These these lines in your face. Ask. Just ask him. Out. No, if you if you had to kick Kirby out, you would kill yourself first. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> there we go. I mean, like if it got to the point Kicking where I have out, to though. kick her out, yeah. she's got to go. That's no fun. You take this yeah. baby and you get yeah. But out. if, he gets if to she that? had a baby, that's how she needs to anchor in. If she puts a baby in your house and now your grandpa Brady and Kirby's daddy. Guess who owns the house now? You're staying. She might kick That'd you out. Yeah. Her and Black yeah, Cobra. Anchor, baby. Nailed it. That would be awesome. That was coming out my nose. I had to spit that out. <laughs> I had to. Larry's gonna lose all oh, that. I had to spit out. Thank you, Bert. Make sure I'm not drinking soda when you bring up Black Cobra in Brady's life again. Speaking of babies, you and Black Cobra need to go. That's it. I can't take all the moaning. <laughs> That's right, baby. You gonna wake that daddy? Wake your daddy. <laughs> Oh, it's happening again, Black. Hey, you guys. Guys. <laughs> don't make me kick you out. He <laughs> ain't doing it. We both know that. More Black Cobra, more. <laughs> hey, Pops, why don't you turn on that smoker? You would never uh, kick her out. A dude could lean out your window. <laughs> That's right. We took care of business out your house, Pop Pop. <laughs> You shouldn't be shooting people out of the house. Well, I'll just take your little girl and we'll go. But what? I guess this one time we'll let her slide. Oh, that face was so happy when I said it. Just presented oh, the idea. Did you see those little cheeks? Oh, just the compression on everything. He tried so hard not to think of how great that would well, be. Well, then she has to go. <laughs> that face just went <laughs> beamed with happiness. If it was a picture of, you know when kids draw happiness and it's a sunshine and it's got a yeah. smiley face? That was what he did. Yep. You were beaming. You were absolutely. Beaming. The concept was so favorable. You weren't hiding anything there. Wow. Prosecutor's oh, wet dream never. right there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, clearly the jury can see he's a liar. <laughs> a complete and utter liar. All right. Sorry, Brady. Uh, speaking of babies, I'll do this last little story. This uh, woman um, has two uteri. Ew. And there's a baby in each one. Different dads. No, that's oh. what I was checking. No, as far, they don't mention that, but she already has three kids. But They can come out in different times. Like one's five months, one's... Exactly. Yeah, I've, I've heard and of And they're this. worried about... Yeah. I mean, it's a high-risk pregnancy, um, and it rarely happens. But she has two uteri and two cervixes. Was one from rapeseed? Too much rapeseed? She has two girls in there right now. So they don't get along? 
<laughs> oh, they're going to hate each other. Yeah, they're, it took three months. Ugh. This is my womb. Get out. Hopefully the timing is, uh, you know, within. But if one decides to come out early, the other one will still stay in there, potentially. I didn't know this. Jimmy Wisman just emailed him and said, Rapeseed used to be called against your will load. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> no one can hear your cries meal. <laughs> Let's get to a couple of radio videos. First one's a lady. Uh, this is a hillbilly. Oh, good. It's getting in a little argument. An angry hillbilly Karen. Okay. Run my dog over here. Okay. Oh, she's very... Plug her in there, Toledo. Oh, she's going... No. Oh, her teeth just <laughs> shoot out of her mouth. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's just her front one's like a hockey player, too. She doesn't have like a full set of dentures. It's just her... She has those bridges. What is going on? Well, it's in the UK. I'm surprised she has fake teeth. Yeah, Toledo just now plugging it. No, they come flying out. Just the two. The teeth go flying. Crazy bitch, teeth flew out. I love it. Now there's a gaping hole in her mouth. I'll take advantage of that. Gross. Now this is the point of view from uh, drones hitting Russian targets. Cool. Is this real? Yeah, this is real stuff. What are they in a six four? What was that? Oh geez. Okay, the drones just hovering in and here. That's it oh, the oh, that's the last. And thing. now they'll show. All it. right, hitting a tank. Oh, look at these dudes just scattering. Oh, oh, here comes the missile. The missile has a camera on it. So there's the that one, and there, right before it hits the thing. Then we go to the overhead that shot. Nailed oh, the look dude at in the ear. Look at that guy sees it oh, coming. Yeah. That guy oh. saw it coming. This is great. When did we put GoPros on the... Oh, it goes Whoa, right it's amazing. the back window. Yeah, the guys in there. The dudes were inside of it yeah. looking at this, this thing. It shifts. It goes with oh. it. Right. And then it cuts to an overhead shot. They've yeah. got multiple yeah. camera angles on all of these. Yeah, and we want Neuralink. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Take that, Ruski. Scum! <laughs> wow. Oh, that's <laughs> a great boom. Wow. Oh, oh I could watch this all day. Look at that dude running away. Get him. Wow. Pop him, pop him. Oh, 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 oh. Head to head. Boom. Tanks are... they just scatter. Yeah, they just... Russians running around like roaches. I loved that. That was adrenalizing. This is a guy... uh, This is a a tactical black moment here. (laughs) He should have taken off. He's taking on three guys with pipes. Oh, that's no good. Big, long pipes, too. He's got, a, he's got a little knife. Why aren't the guy? Oh, there's a guy with a pipe from behind takes <laughs> yeah. him down. That's the best way to disarm a dude with Why a knife. Why does everybody have a pipe yeah. here? Well, I know. I'm assuming wherever this country is. Yeah, that is, guy's nuts. All the women are ugly because everyone's got a 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude just walks up and puts an end to it with one of the pipes. Back of the head. This will end it. Punk. And he's out like a light. Say goodnight, Jim Wilson. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Our Asian friend Jim Wilson taking the shot. I like that. Damn. This last one's pretty cool. It's uh, celebrating uh, Veterans Day. It's a basketball game? Yeah, I think it's at, at a Bulls, Bulls game. game. Yeah. Right. Check out this guy. They say no hesitation. He does not hesitate. They're doing the gun drill. Oh, the gun drill in the center. And he's gonna, oh, he walks right through the gun drill. They're spinning guns. With bayonets. Yeah, those are... And he Watch. comes back. And he's coming comes back. back. They're flipping them. 
He just walks right through. That's horrifying. That's unbelievable. Excellent. Hey, pop, pop. I'm going to take your girl in the back for a little bit. Those ribs are going to be done when we finish, right? It should take me about 35. Look, you Mr. Got Cobra. It. You got it, King Cobra. <laughs> You've heard oh. of Black Snake Moan, right? That's what I'm talking about. And them ribs done. That's so cool. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> They're practicing for choir is what I tell myself. <laughs> Honey, it's time to move out. You got to go. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right, Black Cobra. I don't know. Ronnie said he wasn't going anywhere. Do you have a name? Yeah. Don't uh, guess, I, Brady. I, I don't guess. Black Cobra. Don't guess. <laughs> Everyone gets a nickname. Is it De? No. La Qua? No. Key? No. Black Cobra. It's Lil, Rob. Lil, Lil, it is Rob. Ice. Something? Wiz? Little Wiz. Little Wiz? <laughs> what what are your what are your family members call you? Black Cobra Jr. Oh, I eagerly anticipate meeting your father. So do I. <laughs> we have so much in common. <laughs> All right, Bert, hit me. All right. Uh it's Monday, so we'll just go light today. Okay. Here's uh, ready. Watch what you're doing when you're backing up. Oh, backing into a garage, going sideways. We're going sideways. The gate is, is opening, that... and the gate is oh! down. Oh, just pinched the head. Oh, it... just smushed oh, his head. Oh, you're not lifting that, that like one, one guy. Of those, that's like one of those egg cutters, right? It sliced it. Oh, had... it's like There's no having what? a piano fall on you. That's got to be oh. smashed. Oh, he's done. Look at this. It takes. Oh, oh no, oh! he's out. It takes 15 Filipinos oh, no, to lift this gate. Okay, that means the gate weighs over 100 pounds. He's in the <laughs> concussion protocol. Oh, he, he's, he's well, obviously they're not worried about his back because they're just, yeah, they're just twisting yanked, him around like yeah. a pretzel. Yanked he's in the out. Filipino blue tent. <laughs> <laughs> and then that gate slams uh, down with great fury. Who was driving that truck? A woman? That thing was going yeah, sideways into the garage. Look how bad this is. Not parking. even in the truck. Oh, yeah, he's not. He couldn't, he couldn't oh, get in. Oh, the truck was on its own. And oh! Then, oh, man, that oh. gate coming down. Ouch. What the fuck? <laughs> And this one's entitled, She's Made of Teflon. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a this some sort good. of weird... Oh, 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 flatbed truck lady hits it. And over oh, her. He's still backing up. She hit the back of the bed and then, oh, it's running right over her. And it's a John Deere just pushing this giant hauler around. And he's going forward now. She's out in the ground. She doesn't look too worse for wear. Tire track's on her back. And she's up. Oh, it's coming oh, no, back no. again. Why? He doesn't see her. And he can't hear her screaming over and a John Deere tractor engine. Three times. Oh, he's just right. oh, he's just right back in her own. Oh, what is happening? Cigarette in the mouth. Will this Where ever you come from? She is Teflon. She's scooting <laughs> down from under it. Oh my God. That's Wow. Powerful strong woman. And the only thing that made that worse is you like gave birth in the middle of that, make her the toughest person alive. And here's a guy in a moped Ooh. slowly going That's through an intersection. Yeah. What's what that? That's the one skidding through. Oh, well, those are motorcycles that have gone sideways. Oh, there's his hat. Oh, for Christ's sake, the after. Oh, right. That dude's all over the road. All right, that's enough of that. 
That's cool. I got to get to work. Still got to door dash that that ramen to somebody. What goes on? What she said. Yeah. And we'll end there. I say the same thing. Washing ballet. Is that it? Yep. Yowzers. All right. Kind of light. That said it was light. Really? Ooh. Oh, my Lord. All right. That was a rough one, watching that dude's head explode, but at least that Chinese lady lived. <laughs> With her, uh, her husband's knockoff John Deere tractor. You know that's not authentic. There you go. That's your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It is uh, just about that time for What Would Brady Do? And I have to say, before we get to What Would Brady Do? I witnessed yesterday what Brett would do at my house. What are you talking about? And let me be... I'm going to get out of my chair for this one. (laughs) Standing ovation. Brett came to the house yesterday because Matthias is a Packers fan. And I make the Packers fans sit across from us, although I allowed the uh, backup family for Bussy here to stay on my Sympathy side. Sympathy vote. Sympath- I was very guilty. So Brett and Matthias. And Brett put on his, you know, Najee Harris jersey. He played the role, but he sat over with his lady yesterday on the uh, visitor side of the bar. Fourth quarter, third, midway through the third, maybe a yeah. little later into that. I'm watching Brett and Messiah converse, and they're the only two over there right now. Everybody's on the good side. There's a party on one side and a couple people on the other, yeah, and, they, well, and it all drifted over. So they're talking, and I look at Brett, and his head pulls back. Like, the body language is like, what? <laughs> and he reaches into his pocket, and like, very, like, it was a very graphic or uh, uh, um, obtuse way of dropping keys into her hands. <laughs> And he just kind of just does a thing towards the front door. She gets up and leaves. And I said, Brett, whatever you just did was the most Brett thing I've ever seen because she wanted something. And you're like, here's the car, sister. Go nuts. <laughs> and he goes, she asked me for chapstick. <laughs> Do you have any chapstick? Of course he doesn't have any chapstick. He's a man. We don't carry <laughs> chapstick around like you do. And instead of going, I'll go get you some. He just gives her the car keys. Here you go. There's chapstick all over this fair city. There's 30 <laughs> sticks in the car, probably. You get loads of them. She just hoofed it out. Basically, what she was saying was, will you go get the chapstick? Oh, is that what she was saying? Yeah. Totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, but you will. Your legs ain't paid I just paid said she wanted something. Here are the keys. I loved it. Then he gets up and comes over and starts drinking beer with us. I'm like, what'd you do? She asked me if I had any chapstick. And I'm like, did you say, hi, my name's Brett? We, <laughs> have we met? Of course not. Ladies, no. We don't have, Brady, do you have any chapstick on you right now? No. Because nope. we don't use it <laughs> like it's air. We're men. We're men. The only time we need chapstick is when our lips are peeling off. If she was on the golf course yesterday, I, I, I had some. To sunblock, sunblock yeah. chapstick to protect from burning. Not every single day. And the reason you ladies need chapstick all the goddamn time is because you use it all the goddamn time. Your body is used to it. Your your lips don't self-lubricate anymore, which is dangerous, ladies. If you keep using chapstick, your lips will be like, eh, she's got it. And then they dry up and crack without it. 
You're all addicted to chapstick, and it's got to stop. It's an epidemic. The people at Burt's Bees and Chapstick just laugh all night long. Little buckets of wax they sell. It's an unbelievable amount of chapstick sales in this country. <laughs> I can't What'd believe she didn't ask Megan because Megan's That's got what gross I figured. on it. We've got buckets of it. I find it everywhere. It's Ronnie, like, there's a unopened cases. Oh, we said it. Brett Sounds and I, special. Brett and I both bought giant boxes years and years ago of chapstick to give to at his time, uh, your wife at the time. Yeah. And uh, this is 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. And we still think that maybe Tracy puts it on and going, this is the only thing Brett was good for. Because <laughs> he still got some. It was so much goddamn chapstick. Uh, gross. I just got the message. Uh... Uh, no, I effing know better. I wasn't going to ask you to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this. Again. That's my lady. Ovation. That's my lady. <laughs> I'm not asking you to get my chaps. Well, what'd you even bother him for? <laughs> now, that's a good broad. That is a, that's a well-trained broad. Here, here's Bussy, my dog. Hey, do your work. Trainer. It's impressive. That's all I'm saying. It was impressive. Amazing. Uh, oh, he farted again. Bus is farting like crazy. Whew. So bacon strips. God. Yeah, I gave him a couple bacon strips. I'm not big on the, uh, that's the Applebee's of dog treats, but it was the first thing I grabbed. It'll be all right. They love them. Eh, you got to keep away from bacon strips. It turns your dog into a hog. <laughs> I can tell when somebody gives their dog bacon strips. It's usually shaped like a tube stuffed with another dog in it. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Ready, Brady? Ready. Jeez, I got a few good ones here. Oh, this guy. Oh, by the way, before we get into what we're ready to do, it's brought to you by our friends over at uh, M&P Guns uh, in Mo Money Pond right there on 12th Street in Indian School. If you want to get on over there and grab yourself uh, any sort of weaponry or things of your choosing or build an AR-15, they are the people to go to. Uh, ask for Byron. The birthday special goes on. It's coming up here in three months, so it's yeah. the pre-birthday special now. Just uh, in time for Christmas. Right in time for Christmas. Byron's birthday's in February, so we know for a fact he's got his birthday special going for he and Jesus. Well, you talk about the AR classes. Right now, if, uh, do you want to sign up, get somebody something for Christmas or whatever? Prices are going up right after the new year. Oh, so, are? yeah, so you can okay. buy it now, and even if you can't do it till the new year, you're fine. You can get budget. I think it's like 100 bucks or something. 2023 so, pricing. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Beautiful. Head on over there. Ask all the questions you need. M&P Guns inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, before we get to what we're ready to do, Terry Taylor says, Dear John, I can't take it any longer. You've created a mashup tree. You always claim the Sisu tree is the one that smells like uh, man juice. They do have a very faint smell when they're in bloom. Uh, but the trees you're talking about are Bradford pears. We've talked about this before, yeah. and we always forget. It's a decorative tree used in landscaping. The fact uh, they smell disgusting. While Sisu trees are an invasive beast, the Bradford pear is the assault to the senses you you mentioned. So look that up. So they're innocent. Terry, yes, we've been attacking the Sisus outside of their root system, ruining walls and sidewalks and Buckling stuff. Sidewalks. But everybody knows it as a Sisu tree, yeah. so we're just going with it. If it's I said, fine. ooh, the Bradford pear, I'd be like, what? I'm like, Sisu. Yeah, oh, exactly. the sea tree. Yeah. All right. Are you ready, ready? Ready. Read that later. I'd like to give the uh, credit to the Bradford pear. I think it's... The Bradford pear is shooting juice all over us. So it's yeah. like the rapeseed tree. Let's bring the name back. Uh, dear Brady... This is a good one. I'm in a pickle, and I bring this to you because this door very well may be your problem as soon, too. My daughter is 17 years old. and She's not unpopular amongst her peers. She's quite intelligent, though at times seemingly oblivious. That's the female side. 
because she forgot that I have security cameras set up in the main spaces of my house. These cameras have microphones, and on them, they work really well. Checking in on my dogs one day, I turned on the audio on my camera, and my daughter was wailing, praise the Lord, in a very loud manner off in the distance. She doesn't think I know anything. Do I confront her about this? Now, he says the praise the Lord in quotes. I don't think she's actually saying praise the Lord, just to let you know. I think she's getting yeah. a little she's having a holy black experience. cobra. And yeah. She's in a very loud manner. I don't think she uh, thinks I know anything. Do I confront her about this or let it slide? Your rose-colored glasses don't really work here. What should I do? Take. His name is Take. I like that. Or Take. You can, uh, um, I probably would let her know that saying, um, not the detail of it, but you know, these cameras pick up sounds and, uh, play it for. Yeah. Or oh, you can play it for. God. I don't have any problem. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Honey, I just want you to know that I can hear you and Cobra every now and then. <laughs> you and King so. Cobra are making the rounds through the cameras. Sometimes I check in on uh, Chin Chin and Rover, and hmm, I hear you getting, you know, your bottom knocked out. Were you watching the PTL network? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, sweet Jesus, yes. I wonder if this is playing in the background, You've too. found religion. <laughs> Damn right. So my dad is at home for a while, and all we have to do is put the dogs in the hallway. Oh, baby, the dogs are going in the hallway, if you know what I mean. This big dog's about to slam through your hallway, girl. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> you sure we can't get caught? I'm pretty sure. Where's Taki? <laughs> Time to play the flute. Yeah. You know with a daddy named Taki, this little Asian girl's got herself a big black mamba in the house. I introduce you to my helicopter. And you're going to be the mountain. Call me Kobe. Because I'm smashing into you. It's a goddamn Catalina wine mix up in here. All right. Oh, God. Did it work? Let's take a look at the daughter and the dogs and see what they're up to. You like that, baby? <laughs> All right. Just talk about your chef. Damn right. Ooh. Ah. Sorry. I got excited about that. Started to play the role too realistic. Yes, you talk about it with her. Yeah. Stop it. The cameras are on. Occasionally I check on the dogs. I can't have this. Even if she's just solo. Keep it down. It's someone else's home. Don't jerk off in somebody else's house and start yelling. We all learned that the hard way. Uh, dear Brady... Through all your guys' Taylor Swift bashing, I realized I'm married to a basic bitch. <laughs> Absolutely wow. nothing special about her. I don't know what the future holds. Probably more of the same, just average broad. I'm 36, and I'm thinking this might be my last hurrah for the chance at a smoking hot model type. And I'm a good-looking man with money. What would you do if you were me? Taylor Swift forever? Blah. Or Margot Robbie? Hail Mary. Trevor. Going to early midlife. Yeah, kind of. Um, well, what you're going through, a lot of people experience the same thing. Sure. Um, whether or not you can, you know, a- attain that Margot Robbie or not, 
Here's the thing, though, about Taylor Swift. I always she's pretty, yeah, but she's I'm, not this. Just average. Whatever's yeah. going on here with Taylor Swift is overblown. She's average. No dude has ever jerked off to Taylor Swift ever. She's not that. She's pretty. If you had Taylor Swift as a girlfriend or a wife, nice job. Yeah. Uh, and she'll last forever. She's not going to need, like, you know, this is a good thing that's going to, she's going to age well. It's not going to go out of, like, over the rails crazy. She doesn't have a great big fake fat ass, and her lips don't need injections every two months, and her cans aren't checking. Larry, I know I'm exciting Larry right now, but please. Yeah. So she's going to stay that way for a while. It's the, uh, you know, going back to like the grass is greener on the other side. And there's, right. you know, you got to weigh out the pros and cons because right. sometimes the Margot Robbies or the wannabes on that, yeah. your high maintenance side of it could yeah. come out. Very true. Um, it's the thing about a job offer. So if somebody offered me like a guaranteed $2 million for the next three years, or I get a guaranteed six years of employment. For $3 million. It's less per year, but I'm getting more in the end. Is that better or worse? Because I've had that. Atlanta tried to hire this show years ago with an astronomical number for a year. And I told Chuck Arteague, he goes, what, what happens when they fire in a year? Are you going to crawl back here? I'm like, well, what if they don't? And I was pretty confident that we could do it, but I didn't want to move to Atlanta. And, I, and he said, how about this? We give you longevity and guarantee it. And I made more in five years than the one I would have made in one. And I didn't have to move. Walked down and nailed them all. Didn't exactly. run down and nailed. That's exactly right. <laughs> the tortoise in the hair. Well, I mean, this guy says he's got some cash. So he can stay with the with the basic, basic bitch. And Margot Robbie are up. He can, he can buy her some cans. You go down. Get yourself a Margot yeah, Robbie right. today. Build your own. Yeah. B-Y-O-M-R. <laughs> The build a Barbie show. Yeah, I like it. Hey, he can buy her some thing. cans. That's it's all right. good. Not a bad idea. But basic la- basic girl will last longer. Yeah. Than would check out the uh, range of cuckooness too. Well, wow, there's if it's tolerable, or you see how you can stand up. I'm... You know, being uh, Indian style and see how fast you. You know, I mean, <laughs> how much time you, may, you may not have that much time, yeah, and then 36. just go for Margo. Dump, dump. By Taylor. the way, let's give it to Toledo. Who Toledo. Had- one problem. He's going to live a long time. Unfortunately, he's got to carry this life out long. Um, he popped right up from the Indian style test. Listen to the podcast earlier this morning. We talked about. It. I'm not getting back into it. Uh, <laughs> Dear Brady, is making terrible food a deal breaker? If the sex is magnificent, my girlfriend might be the world's worst chef. She's girl fieri. <laughs> Everything in her meals has one ingredient that seems like she just poured the entire shaker in salt. Pepper, celery. I now know what cumin tastes like because it was overwhelming. She's a bad, 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 bad cook. But the sex, 10 out of 10. Do you marry her or leave, Robert? Me, I can put up with the cooking. She's just not going to cook that much. <laughs> I'll take care of that part. <laughs> Does oh. seem it would be a rather simple solution. For Brady. You're not cooking anymore. But how about yeah. this, though? Uh, you're going to want meals for the rest of your life. Eventually, your dick's not going to work. And hopefully, I can. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I can. You can teach that though, too. Just like some people, you can't. There's Blue. plenty of old ladies who can't cook. They've been doing it for years. There's some people that just oh. their taste buds are wrong. Lisa's mom's pot roast. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. The my grandma. Worst thing ever. My grandma cooked for like ten people every day. 
We're going to have conies again. I'm like, oh, God, not conies. It was the worst slop you've ever eaten in your life, and she thought it was magnificent. Her taste was wrong. It's not that she's a bad cook. What she liked tasted like absolute and she thought everybody else would eat it. And I guarantee you, old Bill Skaggs stopped nailing her about 18 years prior to them being done. I don't know if your mom's a good cook or not. But Bunny can cook. Okay. Then your dad had a win there. Yeah. Because when his stuff started to falter during the Clinton administration. He right? And grill. Every man can grill. Yeah. That's easy. It's fire and meat. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't have to. That's why. Better still. Why don't you take up cooking? But ask your dad at age 89, 88, right before he went, and say, what was the best part after your dick stopped working? The food. Important. It's a big part of it. If you've got a girl who eats crap, she's going to make crap. It's Again, if very I'm, important. You know, for me, if, if I'm, I'm, I'm hungry, yeah. it's easy to find solutions. <laughs> I mean, if she's a bad cook, <laughs> you're not going to keep yeah. me out you, of the you mix are too not long. Typical. <laughs> Suddenly, you're goal oriented. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've got An amazing you've got focus. Dreams. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no question. You, my friend, will figure it out. So that's a tough one. Would you stay for the good cook, bad sex, great? Because I think you can right teach now, them good I sex think, faster I, I than teach them how to that cook. Down the line. Yeah. In the now, you know, I'm like, I think that's solvable. I think the sex is think solvable. You can eventually teach each other how to, you know, bounce off. But if there's no chemistry, that's different. But I think eventually you can have, like, if she's just bad at it, but you still like doing it with her, then you just kind of work out some nuances. If she's just, if you guys just don't connect, that's different. Who cares about the food at that point? But 10 out of 10 sex, eventually your dick breaks. It's not going to be 10 out of 10 forever. The food? Probably going to get better if she's got... But you got to take her out to dinner, and if she starts liking weird stuff, that means she's going to cook you d- weird stuff. Like, you I'm know. Uber Eats. Yeah. But you know, if you had a girl who was, like, making spaghetti at home her way, oh, yeah. you don't want I'm that. Out. It's I'm not, out. And it doesn't mean she's a bad cook. She just makes crap you don't like. Yeah. I haven't heard it too often, though. Then why'd you, you like leave food? them? No, oh. why'd you leave them? Or why'd you leave she her? couldn't cook. Because she couldn't cook. Well, you heard it in Boys in the Hood. Too bad she talked too much. She should make a hell of a barbecue. Like, you just, she made good food, but I'm not dealing with this. So yeah. food plays a part. Like but he, that wasn't the sex part. But he considered being with her sexually because of the way she cooks. But he realized, I couldn't tolerate that. But it's awfully close because these ribs, goddamn. Furious sure almost went barbecue. Yeah, Furious almost <laughs> went over touch. there and nailed Ricky's mom. <laughs> anyway, that's a tough one. So you would stay. Through bad food because you 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 can forage and I find. I feel like own. I could fix fix the food problem easier than the other. What side. if you because do? Because if you have like a lot of times you don't get a second, and you're not going to stay with that person if they if it was a bad experience or they weren't good. Yeah. How about this? You, know, you don't, But if you get into that and it's bad, so he's been with her for a while. Great sex, like. vegan. That's fine. No, it's You're lying. Not. You're lying. Who says I have to be a vegan? <laughs> you wouldn't want to go to places with her. You're not. You're going to get that out. Every once in a while, she's going to want to go to the heart health store. You're so And then i got to make a little, no. i got to run a little errand no. after dinner. No way you are you working are that out. You full of and how about that? Are she we won't... going home? Yeah, but I gotta make a quick stop. I'll drop you. You're not gonna be smoking tofu out yes. in the backyard. <laughs> the fact that you're cheating on her with meat. Yeah, you're an, you're a meat infidel. <laughs> 
So yeah, and that's the, that's better the still. Cheating, it's like she's yeah. going to taste that. That uh, I would have to cheat. <laughs> you'd have to like sneak around and lie to her. Do I smell bacon? Did you eat meat again today before you kissed me? No, because I understand your delicate senses towards that situation. I would never put it in your body. Yes, I had a Wendy's. So great sex, but I don't have. To, I have to be a vegan. You don't have to be a vegan. But you have well, to be with a vegan. That's not easy. You outside grilling, trying to please her. You don't know what you're doing. Like he's, you know, that tofu. Yeah, you're gonna be, screw that up. That's her problem. <laughs> that's my point. The food would play this. a part in you sticking around with her. You would never love a vegan. You wouldn't. I don't know. You would not love a vegan. All that roughage in your house. You like a dirty poop. <laughs> that's your business, my friend. You don't like those clean snaps where you're just like, I don't even have to wipe this. I eat so much greens. By the way, Wilderness Athletes Green Infusion. Amazing. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> All right. Finally, Brady. My new girlfriend and I were talking about our sexual history. Been dating for a month and a half. She asked me, this is what I was talking that's about earlier quick. today. quick. Uh, nice. Really? Well, you should get into yeah. that pretty quick. You're boning. You gotta... No, I'm saying month and a half, you know, getting to know each other. That's right. <laughs> They've probably already done it a hundred times. Easy. Yeah. Uh, talking about her sexual history, she hit me with the fact that she was once part of a five-man gangbang and made $5,000 doing it. Well. She also said she did a couple of threes and fours, but then stopped. This was 13 years ago, but it stung, and I don't know why. What would Brady do? Steiny. Nobody named Steiny bothered me before. Well, she puts out. Well, it reminds me of your listening earlier this morning. And you how? were talking about yeah. the experience but I was also with, uh, 17. Jennifer. Yeah, 17. It's a little um, overwhelming for me, information like that. <laughs> a little? <laughs> What's worse? Just a Gang little. bang or vegan? <laughs> <laughs> I can get over one of those. Yeah. What if she just had sex with dudes dressed as celery? <laughs> one of them's tiny. Out. Out. <laughs> Man, that's a tough one. I, I you know... If you found out that she once just had a crazy summer, just hands, feet, mouths, and butts, all in play for a little while, got it out of her system, a couple more times, like, that's enough of that. You couldn't... You yeah, couldn't. you got to break up with that. You do? Oh, because she's put that all behind her, and she's going to go nothing but downhill. She's not going to have any drive anymore. <laughs> I went through that phase. That's what she's going to say. But that's a phase. I, I sold my oats early on. So, so you're saying she's going downhill because she's going to lock you down. Oats, and then it's going to be sowing uh, oats. It'll be sh- shut down. She's, they're sowed. They she's are sexual. That's what I'm saying. That, that car no, is they flat. need to be sowed. Yeah. That is yeah. wide It's probably open. wide open. But if you haven't noticed it yet, then it doesn't matter. Because there's nothing. A, I'll tell you this right now. There's nothing a five-man gangbang can do that's worse than giving birth. So if she's got a kid, it's no different than that. But... Uh, like now she's saying I'm just I'm a one woman. I just want to be a Yeah. I like I be like conservative. I like the connection. I like the sex part. I don't necessarily need to be a whore. Plenty of whores have to be whores for a little while to not be whores. I'm just saying the sex part thing might go down a little bit lower on the cat. Exactly. Plenty guys dudes, dudes absolutely have whore to do stage. It. Yeah. Oh my god. You go through your whore nonsense and you're like, I gotta get, get divorced gotta in your it. late thirties. Talk about <laughs> oh, being a whore. It's disturbing. <laughs> And it's not good. No. After a while, you're like, I'm a bad no. person. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, slave to I, and I stand by this, it's necessary. If you're in your 30s and you get divorced, go through a whore stage. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Go through it. And for I women, I think most too. people discover that after the fact. Whores? 
No, divorcing at that. Uh, what Toledo's saying, I think most people. Oh, sure. You're going to start. I'm like, wow, I'm. You're free. free. You're, you've been yeah. cut free, and you'll feel like, ah, you got to want to make up for lost time, I guess is what your brain's saying. But it doesn't Definitely. do that. It's mentally damaging, but it's. I think you're right. I think it just, it just happens. Yep. It's pretty awesome. It is oh, kind of awesome. It's incredible. Until it's not. Right. And the day it stops being not awesome is like overnight. Yep. Oh, yeah. When you yeah. find yourself, you're like, okay. You're like, oh, I got to stop. I that's hate. That's over. I hate them all. Yep. That's over. <laughs> yep. Now I got to find a good one. And they got to go away. So you would bust up with a girl immediately when she said she took a $5,000 fight. I want to find more. years ago, though. Yeah. Technically it's a thousand a head. For me, it's the next level. <laughs> Having a five. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Five guys is one thing. Five guys for cash takes it to a different level. Now, when, we're, when you say five guys, you're not, you, want, you know what we're talking about, right? Not the burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, just yeah. making sure. Five grand to five guys? <laughs> Once? Was that with cheese? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. So would it have been better yeah. if she took this guy out to Ocean 44 and made him five different times and laid out five grand? No, I'm just saying when you go, the Good reason point. why you're getting with five guys is for the money. For ta- reason she went cash. to, reason she went to Ocean 44 is for Well, you can have that experience dinner. without getting paid. But if you're going to get paid for it, why wouldn't you? Okay, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> so you'd break up with her. Brady, what would Brady do? He'd leave this whore because she'll never change. No, if you're enjoying the time with her, still hang out with her. But what would you do? But in the back of your mind, it's that would um, affect you. That, that, would would, that would affect me a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it would end it right away, but it wouldn't be helping. Can't turn hoe into housewife. You could never introduce her to Bunny. Knowing, no, knowing I go, your Bunny, meet, meet my train friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend. We Amtrak. call her the conductor. <laughs> Here comes my chick. Anyway, all right, there you go. Nice job. The dog farted again. Uh, it's 948. <laughs> that is what Brady did. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Time for the entertainment drill, which is brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Heading out there today. Uh, I'm going to get my pitches in. Jay's, hopefully Jay's listening. We get Bring your glove. What's the pitch count? Just throw a day. Today I'll probably go about 40. 60 was a little heavy last week. Took another day on Friday to throw against the wall. 25. Throwing again. That's a good thing. And Jay's just there to help me out because he likes it too. And then we're going to get to work. With all this Chapman over here. I know. Soon. I'm working yeah. on it. I've got my new arms, man. God, I haven't thrown properly in years. It feels good to be normal again. Uh, and they have uh, taught me through my years of not being normal uh, how to be uh, as capable as possible uh, through reactdefense.com. It's great. I was not a normal person. My bones were busted. My shoulders didn't operate properly. And they still worked with me to say, well, this is who you are every single day. And that's what self-defense is about, taking what you've got and using the best of your abilities to make sure that you don't find yourself in some pear-shaped sideways situation. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, some guy got stabbed over there on like 32nd Street and Camelback the other day or something like that. I remember it was McDowell. And they just found him bleeding, hands cut up, stomach. And they can tell that, that the defensive wounds are him fighting the blade. I love knife training. I say it all the time because of React Defense. I go there. And uh, I'm more afraid of a knife fight than anything else because guns can move. They can only do one thing. 
Knives come at you from every direction, slicing and stabbing and doing all sorts of different stuff. If you're in a fight with a knife guy, learn the way to get out of that and only one way. You're probably going to bleed, but make him bleed harder. That's the key. Oh, my God, it's fun. We're going to do that a little later today. Machetes, weapons of all different uh, shape, sizes, and everything else. We saw that video this morning, the guy with the pipe defending a guy with a, a knife. If you have a giant eight-foot pipe in your hand, Advantage. And, and a, you have a huge advantage over a guy with knife. Black I'll Cobra. You, that, you are going to be yeah. eight feet advantage. Unless, unless he's got a nine-foot knife. And even still, good chances. There's a lot of things you don't think about that can be weapons that are, that will keep you and the people around you safe. Plus, you're getting in great shape while you do it. they got all these seminars popping up and their uh, holiday special going on right now. A month of training for 189 bucks, which covers just about everything they've got. And then some. And you'll get a taste of it, and you will love it. That is for sure. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. The Grammy nominees are out. Oh. Um, best rock performance? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you got uh, Wild Child, Boy Genius, who I'm not real familiar with. Yeah, it's girls. They were on uh, they're SNL on this SNL, weekend. Yeah. They're, uh, they're actually intriguing in a way where one of the girls... You have to t- is it all girls because the one... No, they're all girls. Are you sure? I know, that one in the middle is right? Chris Strick. Uh, yes. It's Chris Six. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, it's a shaved Chris I, I had to ask Lisa. They're I'm all like, girls. Um, am I seeing what I'm seeing? I, don't, I think the one in the middle that you're talking about enjoys the company of women. The long straight hair. Yeah, the little yep. one. Yep. Old man, black pumas. I don't know that one. That sounds dirty. Rescued Foo, Foo Fighters and uh, Lux Eterna Metallica. Oh, nice. Oh, and one last one. Arctic Monkeys. Sculptures of anything goes. Boy Genius has a kind of an odd, intriguing sound. The blonde one in it is hard not to watch, and she's not hot. She's just got that stage thing. Yeah. Yeah. Something about her you want to watch. Best rock album. But here we are, Foo Fighters, Starcatcher, Greta Van Fleet, 72 Seasons, Metallica, This Is Why, Paramore, and In Times, New Roman, Queens of the Stone Age. I haven't listened to that one yet. It's good, but it's not great. No. It's good. Okay. It's, it's very Queens of the Stone Age. In okay. fact, it has a couple of things on there where you're like, okay, we are the talking heads now. Uh, like, you can't tell. Best comedy album? And David Bowie. Huge David Bowie influence on that. I Wish You Would, Trevor Noah. I'm an Entertainer, Wanda Sykes. Selective Outrage, Chris Rock. Someone You Love, Sarah Silverman. What's in a Name, Dave Chappelle. I don't think Chappelle can win because Hollywood's so insanely woke. Handing it to him would be like saying, we hate the gays, and they're not going to do that. The music industry. Remember the Grammys a couple of years ago when everybody was just thanking gays for making music? Beyonce invented, or said they invented uh, dance music. Thank you to the gays, the LGBTQ community, for inventing this genre. I'm like, did they? Dancing? Leo DiCaprio celebrated his 49th birthday, and everyone went. I didn't. Did you go? No. Oh no. Well, I guess that says what we are. Almost every celebrity. Nobody. Oh, every well, all the real national people that are good. Was Kelsey and uh, Swift there? Probably. No, they were in. Oh, they're uh, in Argentina. Yeah, Argentina. making out. Well, they're everywhere else. So yeah, I figured, you know, they probably flew in for it. Punky Brewster was there. She's too old. No chance with Leo, kid. Adam Driver was asked about his thoughts. On the crashing scenes for the movie Ferrari, the guy the guy asked him. He said, "What do you think of the uh, crash scenes?" I thought they were kind of cheesy. His response: "F you." Next question. Yeah, 
You don't go to a movie junket and start telling the guy you didn't like it. He's there to sell something. Terminator is coming back as an animated series. <laughs> with, with Lil Terminator? Yeah. yeah. Right, and Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. And Duh Terminator. Yeah. It's looks like we have to get back there and kill him. Cartoon yeah. version of Duh Terminator? <laughs> yep. Nice. We have to go back into John Connor. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Like, let's help this guy out, Scoop. Congratulations to our guy, Gordon Ramsay. There's a... Uh, they had a sixth child. His oh, wife. Put Tana. it in the oven and we're going to make it. She's 49. Yeah. Guaranteed my son will be a... No question. Jesse James Ramsey. You don't get 49-year-old women pregnant. Shouldn't get anyone pregnant. That's, well, her with <laughs> that's true, too. But man, oh man, is that a uh, dangerous proposition. I hope, it, I hope it's all okay. But you're running a hell of a risk there to 49-year-old birthing. That that kid's going to have all sorts of scrambled organs. Yep. Michael Jackson's black and white leather jacket from the 1984 Pepsi commercial sold $306,000. Jesus. And Getty Lee from Rush seems pretty open to a Rush reunion with Alex Lifeson. Without Neil Peart? Well, yeah. I know. No, you can't do it. No. I think they would do it like before, like have... Dave Grohl fill in. It have to be Mike Portnoy and all that. Even still. The money's there. All those guys are just students of Neil Peart. Or Peart. Either way. Just let it go. Do a, like a hologram show. People would go see that first. Where they're all there still. Uh, It's 10.09. That's it for us. We're all done. Uh, Larry's coming up in about... 41 minutes. He's going to give you... I can wait for the second to click. Uh, he's going to give you the word that will help you win some cash from him, thanks to the Valley Toyota dealers and Larry's excellent adventures. Uh, you can see all the videos of Larry riding horses and Bucky Feldstein on a horse up there in Payson's pretty funny to watch. He's pretty adept at a horse. He's got horses. He's been around that his whole life. But yeah, he's up there riding ponies and, and taming the wild, taking fillies into his cabin and making them women. You can see all those videos on our website. It's pretty great. And also win some cash while you're at it. Uh, the Excellent Adventure is waiting for you uh, in just a little bit. And Larry will give you that. And you text 97936 when he tells you the word. And you can win cash from King Larry. That's it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Hello! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. That he is.